calm, kindness, kinship, love. We've given up all chance at inner peace. We've made our minds a sunless space. We share our dreams with ghosts. We wake up every day to an equation we wrote 10 years ago from which there's only one conclusion. We're damned for what we do. And that's why we're talking about Andor tonight on another Fly Casual. Guys, that was one take. (laughs) One take. I typed it up in Google Chat and sent it to myself so I could just read it. (laughs) Because I don't know how to just like open up a text thing in my phone. So it was just easier to send myself a message. Best part of that intro was Howie slurping his Pepsi from his Taco Bell cup. (laughs) I'll get that in post. (laughs) That was the best part. That was my favorite part. You see what I did, though? See? I brought in in the Luthan speech. That was brilliant. I did it. No, no, I did didn't. a thing. No, you didn't. I did. Okay, that's that was part cool. of it. Good job, Lou. Good job, Lou. I just, want, I just wanted to point out that we're damned because we've been doing this for ten years. It's <laughs> 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 worth noting. Is mm. Oh, Mike! Mike's over there growling. He's ready to go. He's like, mm, just get me to the meat and taters. Mike is about ready to cry about twenty times. Seriously, oh, there's gonna be so much crying tonight. I didn't even think about that. Stop. <laughs> oh, no. He's done even any booze. He's got a diet Dr Pepper over there. I know, man. Right? Should we booze him up a little to milk the tears? See, for those yeah. who don't remember, we used to be an He's exclusively no, Star no. Wars podcast. Your eyes are already glassy <laughs> just from listening to the music. Look at him. He's glassy-eyed. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even looking for Mike to answer. I was looking at Toby and Howie, and Mike's like, I'm just going to admit it. I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, he is. He is he's crying. Right? I'm an old man. Oh, what wow. can I say? Dude, dude, you should go back and listen to our It's a Wonderful Life podcast from last year. Mike's like balling. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? He like balls about every episode. Of Look, I, you, you reach a certain age, and you just don't give a damn anymore what That's people right. think, and you just let it go, baby. I'm That's cool right. That. That's the, it's like yeah. salt and pepper, man. You start graying a little and you show your emotional side right. and all the 20 year olds come out of the woodwork and <laughs> fight them off with a stick. Man. <laughs> Wait, where, where does this happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll drive you over there. All right, let, let's it's, go. A, it's, it's over on, it's on East Coliseum. Just follow the flashing Whoa. police oh, lights. Hey, oh. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. oh, I see. It's like East you guys what misunderstood. What's happening? I was talking about the horse. West Coast. West Coast. Oh. <laughs> he said horse. He said horse. Horse. The horse and carriage, you know. Come on. Yeah, oh, over man. on East Coliseum. <laughs> where all the Amish hang out. Well, yeah. Oh, and not East Coliseum. Buggies are around back. Not East Coliseum. Where's the last place you went that had a had a, had a swelling? Is that That's the word, right? It's not like it's like a murder of crows. It's a swelling of Amish. I get a swelling. Don't get my Amish wife started on Amish. She's from a little town called Monroe. Yeah. And oh she's, yeah, she's right up in there. She's not a fan of the Amish. Right <laughs> <laughs> the, the the it's funny. Uh, people who don't aren't around the Amish very often. All they, you know, you think, oh, they're quaint. They live, you know, but but there's like if you live amongst the Amish, you realize <laughs> they're human beings. Yes, they are just yeah. like the rest of us a holes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how the Amish have to use the back door at the liquor store because they can't, you know, nobody can see them going in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Unless it's Rumspringa, then they can just go in, rip their shirt off. 
like knock the place over with a water pistol. <laughs> Rumspringa, it's okay. Everything's yeah. good on Rumspringa. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It's all legal. Uh, yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're 16, but whatever, you know, it's fine. No, I don't know. I don't know what the normal age for Rumspringa is. You guys know about Rumspringa, right? No, I yeah, I do. Yeah. Talking about. It's like spring, oh, it's like spring break. So, oh, Rumspringa break. Yeah, yeah. Rumspringa. yeah that's actually, I wasn't going to say that, but that's actually a really astute. It's like, yeah, it's like, all right, go and not be Amish for a little while oh, okay. to be sure and that you want to come back. I know and exactly what you're talking it's about. Like what we happens to, in Rumspringa stays in high school yeah, guy kind of thing. That, uh, that he was in my class or maybe older than me. You probably don't know him. And I, can't I can't remember his Impossible. name. Impossible. No, well, you got Jebediah. Even Ezekiel says that Mike's mind is gone. No, no, no. He went to high school with us and 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 I came, sat down, talked to him in gym class one day, and that's what he was doing. Yeah, he was, he was living his, you know, in high his, school he was on Rumspringa. Yeah, he was he was living in the regular world. I was going to say like it's was, weird that he was at high school with you because they normally have their no no we no, went no. To Wayne Wayne had uh, well yeah really? I mean it's a country dude Wayne is a country school yeah. I even know though, but <laughs> like even if you drive around Ossian you don't run into that many Amish you kind of got to go north for like, a lot my of that. kids go to school with a lot of. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. no idea. I worked with that makes uh, sense. I worked with where uh, you live. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now they'll do their middle, <laughs> you middle, what we call the middle school and yeah. elementary school. They do that. Yeah. in their communities, but high school, yeah, if they let they'll I they didn't. let them do that. Yep. I've never I never knew that. Look at me. I've been I've been living Amish adjacent for so long, <laughs> and I had no idea they were going to regular old state funded right. schools. Yeah. yeah. What do you know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Toby's I'm like, be careful I, here, like, what did I show up for here? <laughs> oh, I, I know that I, the, I, I used one. to love going to the Nolt House, the Amish mm. farm restaurant. It's a buffet style. Uh, it's not too far from Howie's house, yeah. about the same distance Howie is from my house, the other further, yeah. right? And uh, we pulled up, and it's a family. It's a late, literally, it's on their farm, this restaurant. And you pull up, you park behind their house, yeah. and you walk in into like one of their farm buildings, and it's a buffet. And uh, they'll come out and like sing Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas carols and stuff like that. It, oh. Like, yeah, the whole family will just like they'll turn the lights on. The whole family will just sing for you. Wait, turn the lights. They're, oh yeah, baby. You mean blow, oh, it gets you mean blow out the candles? Get, oh, the candles are going. <laughs> candles are fired. But uh, they can't have lights. We pulled up. We got out of the car, and these two little kids, Amish kids, were like scrapping in the. They weren't fighting, but they were just like roughhousing. And we got out, and when we shut our car, it was kind of dark. When we yeah. shut our car doors. They heard our car doors shut. And they froze oh. solid and put their hands at their sides and looked at the ground until we walked away. And then we heard them scrap up and start playing again. Like, <laughs> oh, and I was like, holy crap. Like, obviously, Amish lifestyle is kind of strict, but I feel bad that these kids yeah. couldn't be kids when what are we called? What do they call us? English when the English, English were around. Yeah. Mexican is what they call No, them. no, no. You're English too. <laughs> Toby, you're, like you're English here. in Amish country. I know. I know. <laughs> the kids gather around me and like touch me like, what is this? What's going on? We're like, like the Gentiles of the Amish community. They're like, are you caramel flavored? Like, What's going on? <laughs> caramel flavored English. There you go. Well, I, I have a friend who's like, uh, works like ambas uh, ambassadors and stuff like that. And like his... They were at his kids were at a school and they went to a school function over there. It's somewhere in the Mid East or whatever, or no, it was in Africa. And the the people working at the school were talking about how the kids were coming up and licking their children. Oh, because the kids believed that they there was a rumor that the children tasted like vanilla. 
because these kids were from Southern Ohio (laughs) living over there. And so you're you're like, wow, innocent racism at its best right there. You know what I mean? Like, you you must taste like delicious things. (laughs) Okay, that works. Fine. Man, I feel like there's a strip club joke in there somewhere. Somewhere. There's a girl named Vanilla. (laughs) Coming to the stage, Vanilla. Vanilla. (laughs) But you can't do that because you'll get kicked out. Yep. If yep. you uh, you can't do that. Yes. Welcome, ladies and germs, to Fly Casual episode. I don't care. I don't care what episode number it is. Uh, I am your host, your, your or your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey Z. Wilson. With me on my left, returning at long last from far too long a delay. You gotta play the Welcome Back song now. Oh. Oh, wait. Do I have that queued up? Toby! Welcome back. Oh. <laughs> now, now I feel it. Now I'm back. It's been a long three years. It's yeah, been a dude. long three years. Oh, man. Rise, years. Rise of Skywalker, right? That's the last dude, time. Dude, we've had, we've had COVID. Cow. We've had four Star Wars live action series since Toby was here. Or seasons. <laughs> we've had we, two we Mandos, a Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, and now Andor. That's five. Yeah. See, look, it took Andor to get me back out. That's yeah, the... There you go. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. It's the important Star Wars stuff. We couldn't get him out for Obi-Wan. No. I'm surprised we didn't have you out for Mando, to be honest <laughs> yeah, with you. Man. At well, least season was, one. Yeah. That was amidst some of the COVID stuff, right, though? Season one... Remember, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't want to think about anymore. I'd rather talk about the Amish. That was your year seven, I think, is when (laughs) when I was back last your seventh year. (laughs) I still, I still can't believe this podcast. Our Lord, this podcast is almost a decade old. That doesn't make any sense in my brain at all. Yep, yep, yep. We've got and we've got one listener for each year we've been doing it, (laughs) (laughs) including all of us here. (laughs) I don't listen to this garbage. Are you kidding me? Ever, I, I still make Gross. you download it. <laughs> I have to live through I do it. I don't want to relive it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of not living, over there uh, next to Toby is Mr. Michael J. Archbold. Hey, hey. hey. if he's, he's living, dead. he's crying. That's right. Get busy living or get busy crying. That's Mike's motto. That's right, man. That's right. I'm Why ready. For, I'm ready for tonight. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love it when we talk Star Wars, guys. I know. It's I love like it the when old we call days. The big pop. Uh, what? If we don't, we don't what? have many things to be excited about. In the you know, Star it's Wars, been so. it's been several years of. Te- I mean, we had we had some excitement around Mando and on Rebels mm-hmm. before that. Yeah, sure. Uh, this it's been a bit. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, and we've had some very downtrodden discussions about Star Wars, but I <laughs> foresee two. that not to be as much. There will probably be some criticisms, if anything, some criticisms in contrast to other properties that we've gotten. But I think that overall tonight's going to be an exercise in hell yeah. And and I well we should criticize because of course I think it's you have to. That. I think yeah. that yeah this whole idea that these people that you know we we love it's star I'm, I love all Star Wars it's like no, no. yeah, no. yeah fine, if, that's, if that's what you want to do fine but um no that's not, not how, everybody that's has not to be, how this works not everybody has to be Chris Hardwick all the time <laughs> I love Iron Man three what are you oh guys talking gosh, about it's amazing <laughs> it's my favorite Man, Thor two I liked it more than Iron Man yeah, the two. best the best Thor is Thor two Thor two what you, I love all Marvel properties <laughs> oh, Thor two is amazing <laughs> Darcy had all the best dialogue. <laughs> Over there, at Magic Control, Stephen J. Howie. It's me. It's it is me. You. Yeah. Howie. You know what I saw today? What well, I, I was walking with my you daughter. You saw me today. I did. I see you every day. Yeah. Like uh, literally lately. Yeah. 
Uh, I was true. walking through the Amazons with my daughter, building out her Christmas wish list, even though most of her family members finished their Christmas shopping six tired? months ago. Your legs tired from walking through the Amazon? My legs are tired. I don't know if it's directly from that, but yeah. Okay. Boy. And I saw a... She she likes like the the, the squishy plushies that the kids are into. They're kind of like weeby Japanese plushy looking things. Uh, oh, yeah. Stuffed animals. And I I found a Mario that was an Among Us character with the with the Mario hat and oh, the yeah. overalls, but with like the dumb goggles, like spacesuit, like oh. no arms. Yeah, and no arms. And I'm like, who the hell asked for this? <laughs> Like in plushy form, like I want to go to bed squeezing an Among Us Mario. He's sus. <laughs> I, if I was, they make it, there's going to be a crossover of mm-hmm. it. It's like a rule. Yep. Of the internet. Yep. Speaking, Speaking of, of crossing over, ah, nailed it. Oh, I'm dead. Across the pond and down of you, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Hey, that's me. I'm here. <laughs> I like how you you so, interpreted that as being dead. <laughs> because crossing over, I know. I didn't even think of that <laughs> show the with the medium side. dude. Oh no! It's you me guys remember hell. that? <laughs> what? Is that the one with the the girl with a really tall neck? No, I thought it was that guy. I don't know oh. now. Well, that guy oh. who was just one of those people who's like an expert people reader, so he can predict what you're about I to say. The really oh. tall neck girl was Tomb Raider. <laughs> no, that's oh, a really yeah. big boob girl. Oh yeah, big boobies. No, <laughs> dynamite drop in, Mike. Oh, oh. You keep crying, Mike. So. He's he's crying over those boobies. Actually, I, mean, I'm, I cry every night about that. So yeah. she got big boobies, and I like them too. <laughs> no, she showed me her, but you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to. Vanilla. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm Step glad to stage. hear you. Crossing over. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of that? It was like a like a like a talk show format. The guy would walk out and he had like a group of people in the in the studio. And he's like, oh, I'm getting uh, something. I'm getting like uh, some starts with an M. Anybody know anybody whose name starts with an M or something like that? <laughs> and like everybody's hand would go up. And he's like, you miss. And then he just basically... I forget what the word is, but they basically take apart everything you say and ask leading questions. Oh, yeah. And so they, uh-huh. it was like he was communing with the dead. Like what fortune, fortune. Yeah. Yeah. Media. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, uh, it was an interesting show. It was full of crap. And I am, <laughs> I am someone who loves that stuff. And I love, I want to believe things and very rarely do. <laughs> and yeah. I watched that show and I was like, eh, it's interesting to watch all these people get manipulated. But that's all I got out of that. But that show went on for a while. I don't even know what you're talking about. I I, I, that is, I, I'm, I hope Montel I'm not. Jordan crossing over with Montel Jordan. <laughs> Montel <laughs> Jordan is that a thing? I don't. Are you talking about Montel Williams? That's it. No, he, <laughs> no Montel Williams. It's like Jerry Springer, and he dated Kamala Harris. Okay, is that Sylvester Stallone's mom? Right? No, that was Estelle Getty from Golden Girls. And you're thinking of Don't Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. No, Don't Shoot or My Mom Is Dead. That would be a great follow. Well, Sylvester Stallone's doing the crowd read. Uh, but if she is dead. Hey, she's we dead. can always cross over. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Anybody here like her? First initial is. Full circle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. We, this, this is going to be an interesting episode, <laughs> me thinks. And so let's not hold, hold it up. Hold on to your butts. Yeah, hold on to your butts. Uh, well, let's not hold on any longer. Let's jump right into some news. News. We have news? We have news. I didn't have to ask this time. <laughs> I was reading the crowd before we started expertly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, because boys. He said he had a- I led him. Now he thinks he has news because I said he has news. <laughs> oh. Anybody we have- has a mom here? <laughs> it starts with A, B, C, D. And, or just a letter in general. G. <laughs> well, boys, we have some Star Wars adjacent news happening. Star Wars right adjacent. Now. Star Wars adjacent. Oh, man. Directly adjacent. tie into some stuff. That, that property value. Star Trek news? Oh. It's Star Trek news. Guys, Star Trek news. guys, guys, the Bobberger is back, baby. Bobberger. The Bobberger. I, I, I thought he got fired. Oh, return of the Bobberger. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I thought he retired. <laughs> Yeah, Bob Chapek is out. The Bobberger is back. Why is Bob Chapek oh. out? The head of Disney. Why? So, I, I have not heard wait, why. I know that he this is. But this now, now this is actually a bit of a surprise because this out. This is a bit of a surprise because this past summer he just signed a contract extension. He yeah. literally just signed a contract, and suddenly peace, Chapek. Is it because Disney is like financially not growing as quickly as they ever have in the last thirty years? <laughs> Yes. Like they're is. doing layoffs and stuff like that. Like suddenly Disney's right. not. We're not making enough money. Yeah, we're not making <laughs> 70% of the world's money. Well, there's so. all kinds of weird stuff going along with this now. There's really? all kinds of rumors 68%. out there. So the facts as they are, Chapek is out. Bob Iger is back. Um, oh, it sounds yeah. like, yeah, I, I mean, according maybe? to the press release, you know, they want they want to, it, during these troubling times, <laughs> they want to bring somebody who's got experience and, you know, can say. Now, this is. A two-year contract. I feel like you just quoted ABC talking about Donald Trump coming back to Twitter. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> this During is a troubling time. this is a two-year contract, and this is specifically supposed to be him grooming whoever the next person is. So this is a short-term thing, um, and, and you know, with Disney style, they I think they said that uh, Disney's portfolio value has dropped like 30% over the last year or something yep. like that. Yep. They've lost billions in, val- in worth. In value. Net worth. Not yeah, cash, but, not, not cash, but, but value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In stock value. So, um, I mean, in all fairness, most stocks have dropped. Correct. Right. In yeah. double digits right. over the past couple of years. Right. Yeah. So that's the facts as we know them. Now, some of the adjacent things that are the rumors that are starting to pop up now and take all this with a grain of salt. None of this is confirmed, but there's been some. He's he's he slept with Sebastian the crab. There's been some some. Uh, now, he has, now he has crablets. There's been some <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy news circling about, as um, there which, will always and there, be. Oh, there always is. Here we rumors, go again. But here's, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the I've been on this thing. ride so many times. I'm still sick from the last. Wait, I know. Me too. And this is why I just I shake my it's head. Like the teacup ride, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, over and over. <laughs> When I hear this stuff, I always shake my head. But the reason that this is a little bit newsworthy is John Campia, who's a big entertainment guy yeah. uh, on the web, got a big podcast, a lot of followers. He claims that he has two in, knows two insiders that contacted him independently because he 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 assumed it, his uh, word on his show he assumed yeah. when the Bob Iger news came out was that oh well Kathleen Kennedy's entrenched cemented now. because She'll, her and Iger were are, were yeah were. Yeah. You know, and lovers basically. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so he assumed crap. that, and after he made those comments on this podcast, he was contacted by two independent sources or insiders that claimed that that is not the case; that she's on the way out, and and not it's not going to be in dramatic fashion. Um, according to these sources, um, it will be around the, her exit will be around the release of Indy 5 because mm-hmm. that's her last big project. And also she's been the producer on all the Indiana Jones movies. Correct. 
and that it will not be a cert like a like a firing per se. It will be a celebration of the work that she's done over the last They're decade. Do a parade she's, through downtown. She's Disney. I guess when her contract is up, she'll have been in at Lucasfilm now ten years. Yeah. So it's like well, that, it, everybody that says it feels up like to how long we've been. I know. Podcast. I was going to say. Know, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wow. when we started. So I guess that's our validation right there. So, but that I mean. And so there seems to be some credibility here to those rumors. So again, take it for what it's worth. But coming from you know, you know, a fairly reliable source, John so. Campia, he said uh, uh, the source has been a thousand percent accurate. I well, he has words. two sources, and one of those he yeah. described as a thousand percent accurate. Yeah. So. so I don't know how you become a thousand percent accurate. It just does, <laughs> the math doesn't math. Doesn't matter. Wait, Type it in the computer there. Let's <laughs> hey, check it out. He's a podcaster, not a mathematician. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. We should know that being podcasters but ourselves. He's only Yeah. We've been doing this for at least forty years. <laughs> I would I would have said a hundred and ten percent, not a thousand. <laughs> what? This isn't football. You can't do one hundred ten percent in show business. Yeah. Do you even math? Right. What are you a podcaster? <laughs> so again, it's not going to be like she's been this big failure and all that stuff. She'll be sent out. You know, she'll be sent on her way with you know taken the, to the farm the like my dog when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, dude, no, she's going to go out. I hate to break it to you, Toby, stuff. but. Uh... <laughs> She's just not going to be associated with Buttons, Buttons is dead. So. <laughs> Which to me makes perfect sense. Ten years in, she's done, you know, she did the sequels. She's done, you know, a couple Indiana Jones movies now. Especially so. the Crystal Skull, which is amazing. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> My favorite Indiana Jones. Are we talking about Crystal vodka Skull? or the, oh, okay. So the other rumor on top of the, of Kathleen Kennedy stuff. Rumors on top of rumors. I know. This one's a little more far-fetched, but. In this oh, environment, oh, wow. I don't know. We'd never do those. No, <laughs> no never. Stop. There's a rumor <laughs> out there now that that Apple is going to acquire Disney. This oh. one's weird. This one is, and it's so weird. I think I told you this the other. It's so weird. It could be true. Yeah, you like, know what I mean. It's one of those. Where did this so come from? crazy? Okay, well, be true. exactly. It's so out there. It's like, how does this even get started? I feel like those yeah. companies align to some degree. I mean, Garrick's making fun, but I'm actually agreeing. Yes like, and no. And, yeah. and yeah. Apple is has been desperately dipping their more than dipping their toe right. into entertainment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. So I could see some. I remember there was always there, the Pixar, but... the Pixar link, because Steve Jobs yep. was uh, yep. C- the head of Pixar, and they've been moderately successful with a lot of their shows that they've been coming out with. Yeah, Actually, less so are, lately. The shows are. Oh, like you mean Apple Plus? Yeah. Apple, yeah, yeah, they're high quality when when you watch them. They're pretty. Yeah. I've not watched many, but the ones that I have selectively watched yeah. have been pretty epic. I've watched like two, three out of the out of the four that they have. Like yeah. right now, <laughs> yeah, right now I can think of three. I'm thinking of Morning Show, Mythic Quest, and uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted, oh, four. Yeah. Because then also isn't the one with uh, the dude from Severance. the uh, Severance. Severance? Severance. That's good. Yep. The one with the dude from the yes, we have been podcasting for ten years. <laughs> Because that's all that's I had to say. We went, yeah, Severance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get to Parks and Rec, and they already knew I was talking about Severance. <laughs> well, you only so, have four or five. That's true. That's that's true. A point like, made. Yeah. Yep. Fair. Fair. And you know, the thing about that, I wouldn't even give that much thought, but I mean, Apple's known for being flush with cash. I mean, they keep oh, yeah. huge They don't cash keep it reserve. here in the States. They keep it in other countries, but yeah. <laughs> so this is that's not entirely impossible. Well, and so. if you're going to buy Disney, Dis- now would now. be the time. Yeah, do it at a discount compared to how it usually rolls. Yeah, for real. I, uh, I, yeah, I still don't know how you, I, if I, I believe that. I still don't know if I believe, believe it or not, but right. I, could, I could see the possibility there. 
Yeah, well, absolutely. If you think about Disney and their so Disney had the like the Marvel universe, right? Which has kind of tanked. And by the way, Shang Chi. I think, forgive my pronunciation of it. I guess Shang Chi. Uh, come on. Okay. <laughs> that, I, I love. I actually like Shang Tsung. He's right there on screen. Well, he was. I liked the movie. I thought it was fun. I, I thought it was fun. And yeah, yeah. my but, daughter loved it. I like. I was a big. Fan. I, well, I liked a lot of those like um, old school like martial arts movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Jim Cotta. Who doesn't love Jim Cotta? I don't know if you guys know what that is, but I'm so, sure Garrick does. Garrick, what? do you know about Jim Cotta? Jim Cotta, huh? an old '80s crappy gymnast movie where the guy's an Olympic gymnast and becomes a karate. Champion. I know Cotta means like okay. forms because I've watched it, but I haven't seen Jim yeah. Cotta. So, but if they, if had rum they're chata. not rum. Ch- mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised we're not drinking rum chata right now. Oh, dude, yeah. that sounds great. I've seen Equilibrium where they have katas. Does that count? I don't. I don't know what an equilibrium is. <laughs> but How about Jim- welcome back, Cotta? But Jim Cotto. Um, but no, anyway, sorry. So Marvel Ricotta. Ricotta. Michael Giacotta, I think is what we I think we caught Gina move on. Gina Cotta. Gina Carotta. I mean, I don't know. Well, this is Star Wars kind of like other than Andor, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to, I'm sure, right? So at some point, <laughs> at some point tonight. And then you have Marvel yeah. kind of like kind of like on the way not in the way out i don't want to say that but they're not it's producing. it's kind of run its course yeah i think it's a better way of saying it maybe. so what else do they have i mean what else is going on there i right? would argue she that the source probably. material runs far deeper than what we've explored so far but they're trying to change the game uh i think there's two reasons well for they that. have the end game so what, i think what do you have after that there's two reasons for that <laughs> which is that they've got a lot of actors who've played char- like their major characters for a while that yeah. are a little tired, want to do yeah. other things, and they're not contracted, right? Right. But I feel like they're skipping straight from their classic B tier to like their modern B tier. And the difference between a B tier that's been around for 40 years and a B tier that just showed up is pretty significant in terms of the kind of fans you're going to bake in. Like uh, Marvel, Ms. Ms. Marvel in the current form, it's like, yeah, people are excited about Ms. Marvel in comic book circles, but nobody gives a rat's balls outside of that. No. And but people outside of the comic book circles, they know Captain America. They know who all these characters are. So I I think there's been a little uh, an overstep in evolution trying to get to a different new thing, like the modern new thing rather than I think they probably could have gone through another couple of phases with some other familiar less heavy hitter characters before they moved into where they're at now and i don't even know if i mean other than ms marvel like I, okay, the eternals and stuff like that they've been around for a while but i don't know i feel like they went a little too not obscure but not mainstream with the current they closed the door on all the other ip like right away like i feel like yeah it's done, and, and it's there like, were other there were other major ip they could have picked up but they went yeah but look what we're gonna do and i'm like i think that was a little bit of an overstep personally mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the and then they got major IP from Fox, and they're trying to work that in yeah. to the continuity. Yeah. Whereas they should just start making X Men movies. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Amen. Yeah. Right. Shit them out. Right. Yes. Don't wait. Yes. Don't just get them out there. Yeah. You don't have to earn it. Yeah. That you one paid you the not. money. Now print some more. Well, and on top, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm going to go with you there because on top of that, they've introduced the multiverse now. So yeah. you're right. Crap out these X Men movies and then just use yep. the multiverse to bring them in. I mean, this is pretty easy. The, I mean, the granted, the deal's only been in place for a couple of years, right? But, yeah, sure. But and we yeah. know they're in development. They got Fantastic Four coming. X Men in some form will be here. We got more Wolverine coming. 
Yeah. More Hugh Jackman yeah, Wolverine? Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sort of. Legitimately. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's legitimate. You just sounds. I know it's legitimate, but it's like it's stop crying. Listen, it's Deadpool. is amazing. I love Deadpool, but Deadpool is meta, and it's not. Yeah, still part of it. (laughs) It's hard. hard. I knew that was coming. Knew as soon as I said the words "part of it," I was going to get Brian Fellows or not Brian Fellows. (laughs) Brian Fellows is amazing. That goat smiled at me. <laughs> that goat is weird. He's got devil eyes. He's got eyes. devil eyes. <laughs> oh, Hang up the phone. <laughs> wow. What an, from today, what an obscure <laughs> SNL character for David the modern Pumpkins. audience. David S. Yeah, Pumpkins. <laughs> Where did the S come from? <laughs> is the middle initial now? <laughs> Just go with it. So yeah, I uh, I don't know. It, yeah, again, in, in some respects, you can see that happening. In other respects, back to the uh, Apple acquiring, you know. I'm Disney. glad you clarified because I was going to yeah, ask. I'm like, sorry. wait, where where are we yeah, now? Sorry, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Seems weird, mm-hmm. but so yeah, a lot of stuff being shaken up right now with Bobberger's return. So. That uh, it's wild, you know. We were like, "Hey, Bob Iger's come back." I'm only excited because I get to say Bobiger more. <laughs> Seriously, I don't. I'm not sure it. if I'm if Bob Iger was really the genius. I mean, we had a we had a lot of downs in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. During his reign, so from a Star what? Wars perspective, well, from a Marvel perspective, though, he was there for all the true. The but, I mean, I, but he Marvel, had Feige, yeah, doing the you know doing the the I dirty mean, business. Yeah, I mean the I good know. stuff. I'm I'm with entertainment in general. I'm in a kind of holding pattern. Sit back and wait, see what happens, kind of thing. So we'll yep. see what happens. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for more Andor to be released. That's all. We might have to wait because we might have more news. Do we have more news? I. That's all I had. But well, then you really gonna have to wait because that means time for the parties by the week. Again. Oh, nice. there we go. Hey, got it. Boom. I don't know if y'all know this. But y'all know on the Andor theories, they got that planet called Ferrix, and they got the shipyard where everybody like taking apart ships and, and like stripping them down, and people like parking their stuff like at the big old Walmart parking lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all notice that VCX 100 freighter sitting in there? Of course I did. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, of course, Garrick did. Maybe it took a little. Oh, yeah. Maybe it took a little trip, a little side trip from Lothal. But it looks Ooh. like the ghost is sitting in there <laughs> in the ferric shipyards. I'm just saying. No, it's... it's Wait, that's not around, the ghost. Bro. I mean... It's fly flew the battle end I mean, the ghost is still there, man. Yep. It, it was in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, wait. Saw, is it? Oh, wait. I think this week we have a double porkins. Oh, what? Again? Uh, again? Uh, again? <laughs> he Holy ran crap. out and he ran right back in. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this. Uh oh. But you know the kid that Kathy and Andor is running around with on his little planet on the Andor show when he's a little kid and then flashback scenes. Oh yeah. yeah. And they're all speaking that kind of crazy language. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the language so they made crazy. up for the show. Oh. And they Whoa. only taught it to the kids. And they didn't tell the actors so that when the actors like Marva and her crew come in and all these kids are speaking this other language, <laughs> they were getting the genuine reactions from not knowing what the hell them kids were talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff, Fred. That's good writing. That's like, that's like, uh, 
That's like Alien. Yeah. When they take everybody off the set, oh yeah, prep the dude, they, and then yeah. bring him back in, and just right. <laughs> and they're all like, "Oh God!" Yeah. To, to follow up on that point, did they really kill the people then in that? <laughs> oh yeah, and they just yeah. Still, they yeah. sold the, the the extra to walk out there, and the kids just killed them, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yep. that's real. That's people, method acting." Uh, underestimate the real, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's dedication. Francis that's Ford Coppola's Andor. <laughs> <laughs> they were all method actors. Yep. Like, to the like, very you got to really kill the guy. Yeah. Just go out there. Don't tell him though. Stanley Stanley <laughs> Cooper. Presents. We want the screams to be real. We want the screams uh, to be really uh, there. Between takes, they drop the kids off at yeah. the bar so they can start bar fights. And it really sucked when they had to redo a take shiv, and bring in more kids. That's, That's very true. I had to reteach them all the language. And, yep. Yeah. Hey guys, I think that means it's, it's time to actually talk about it. Oh, finally! Gosh dang. <laughs> About freaking time. This show sucked. <laughs> this was awful. Good night. I'd rather go back and watch Obi Wan like four times. That's hell that yeah. better. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> that's, Whoa, that's classic Whoa. filmmaking. I right was there. all for going with the the little <laughs> play Too acting far. we were doing until Mike agreed with you. <laughs> last, last Jedi was last Jedi is a little too far. No, my, you agreeing with Last Jedi being better than anything is too far. Well, it was a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, dude. Me? Oh, we got Mike. Like <laughs> Last Mike Jedi is, is better than a pile of. Dung and Mike goes, Well, yeah, I'd still be like, No, no, not realistic. That's not Mike, Mike would rather eat the pile of dung. Poop. Yep, it's funny because it's poop, poop jokes. Hello, poop jokes. Andor has all aired, all in. Yeah, man. Uh, as of the time of this recording, uh, in the last all 48 done. hours, yes, uh, all the Andors. Is there any uh, possibility for season two? Anybody heard? Mm. There is. Yeah, they're filming it. They are. are they? But it's going to be two years before we see it. Back 2024. Yeah, two That's years. fair. It'll be two years Take before we see the movie. I'll be dead by then. So. Not, yeah, I'm not. My, I'm writing <laughs> fan fiction right There's now. There's a lot. I, I don't know what this deal is <laughs> anymore. Gap. I mean, because it's the same thing with House of Dragon. We're not going to get any House of Dragon we for could, two, years. two years. We could do a fanboys with. Uh, with uh, and then a fanboy wet dream of Andor? No, no, it's like the the movie, the movie fanboys. Oh, uh, I see. Pretend one of us dying. is. Yeah, Toby's dying. We got to get in a van. I look sick, yeah. so it'll work. It <laughs> I look I'm sick. Like, People tell me I just, I have yeah. an ill an ill look about me. <laughs> see, I don't know if I should be mad that I have to wait two years, or if I should be grateful that they're taking the time to do it right. Hey, well. as long as they're making TV series that have movie level production quality, I'll forgive but, it every other but year. But the release, longer so. they go, the more chance. That that people have to stick their fingers where they don't belong. Ooh, that's a fair and, point. Well, and um, well, and let's be honest here. I mean, well, att audience attention spans are short. Yeah, and waiting that long. And on top of that, I, this this movie, at least as as of right now, I know they're trying to change this, but um, or the series didn't have that many streams. I mean, it was struggling, not yet, struggling to the point that they yeah. released it to uh, some of their other streaming platforms. Even ABC, I think they're trying. They're to showing it on network. Yeah, they're sharing, sh showing. Yeah, first two apps on network TV. So, you know, this doesn't have a big audience right now. Nope. Which is they know they've got goals, but, the, but, but they the can't the get audience eyes on it. that they do have. Yeah, the people that that know this show are. I've heard little to no negativity for this yeah. show. I wonder what would have happened if this had come out before Obi Wan, so people didn't have the nasty taste of rotten <laughs> ass on their tongues. 
Oh, you mean like uh, <laughs> you mean like with Solo and and New uh, Our Last Why, Jedi? I mean exactly like Solo <laughs> and Last Jedi. Solo comes out and everybody just went. Mm, I don't know. I can still taste the last one. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ready for another one. Is that titty milk I taste? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gross. It tastes all green and gooey. <laughs> Mold. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, you know what? We all assume, by the way, we all assume that was the teat of the animal. I'm just saying. Wow. Not everyone. (laughs) I'm just saying. Kirk, not everyone keeps their genitals in the same place. It could that have was been, for you, Garrick. It could have been. Uh, they could have been an Audi, an asshole Audi, or I'm, something I'm like just, that. I'm just saying. We all assume, but they never really said that. That Thales Iron did look really content <laughs> after. I saw it, it winked. It broke yeah. the, for, it broke it the fourth wall. Back, it man. winked at the TV. Yeah, if you watch, if you watch the, uh, if you look close, it did. If wink. you watch the right. uh, the cut scenes on the on the DVD, you actually see the Thales Iron pull out and light up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they had to cut it because it would have given it an R rating to see one smoking, <laughs> but not whacking it off. No, that's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine with that. <laughs> see, Toby, you brought the. Damn you're it, bringing it, you're bringing out the best worst to me, my friend. That's why we need you to hear more. I was, I'm like, part of me is like, wait a second, shut it down, go away. No, no, oh, no, let it fly. That's funny. Let, swing for the fences. That's what I say. Uh, so Andor, yeah, it happened. As a, we've talked about it a couple times. Yeah, but now it's ended. I don't think we have any reason to go through the plot of the show. It would take too long. Because yeah. even though the, like we've only had one season, there were three seasons worth of plot. There in was this one season. Oh yeah, and yeah. I literally I don't, I'm not just pulling that number out of thin air. There's no, no. three yeah distinct in modern arcs with multiple stories going on within those right. arcs. I mean, in in terms of how modern TV is done, yes, yeah. this broke There's, the mold. Right. It yeah, it really did. It, it did really not did. ascribe to the whole stretch it out, have a big lull two thirds the way into the season that just waits until the last two episodes to build back up and then tie everything up with a bow with a five minute cliffhanger at the end. It yeah. did Woo! none of that. Yeah, none of it. Uh, yeah, it respected the audience. It completely. Oh, what a great way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, like yeah. seriously, like I, I, I again, have, I would have never put it in those terms, but th- I felt like I was not being dicked with. We, yes. we legitimately had three season finale. Yeah. episode yes right. yeah yes yeah exactly absolutely. um so like i said we all hated the show <laughs> <laughs> awful no i will i will say coming I, I mean the best way and we've said this several times even in past episode in our past episodes of the podcast where we've talked about it this was a slow burn and that was concerning to me going coming out of the gates because you have very little attention span yeah i do <laughs> I, I, yeah I do. If a movie's longer than two hours, Mike gets like <laughs> very cranky, visibly very cranky. And I mean, unless after it's, credit scenes. I mean, if if you're gonna go like that, you better GTFO. keep the attention. So and and no, that's fair. That's fair. So I mean, it was almost so slow. I didn't know what to think about it because after I watched those first couple episodes, I uh, I was like, I it's so it's. I mean, slow burn was the first thing that came to my mind, and I was like, I don't know if that works for this show. But I can't stop watching. I can't yes. wait for the next episode. So it like kept me there. It, it was, was like it was I, I, I've used this word too many times talking about the show. It was intriguing. So you're like, there's not a lot completing. There's not a lot 
it, but it keeps opening up more questions. It's not resolving anything right away. Right. Like I said, like we had good- three seasons, so it totally did early on. But those first couple episodes, like, I'm not sure I understand. I just have more questions. But the questions were interesting. Yes, absolutely. And you have to put this in the context of what we had before it, right? We've had the Mandalorian. We've had, you know, some of the cartoons and things like that. And those are much more spoon fed for yeah. the audience. Yeah. You know, and there's payoffs in those each, there's each a of those payoff five minutes after there's a <laughs> right. Like exactly. literally so within five minutes. They don't I think it was just long. so oh. surprising to me that I watched those first couple episodes and was like, well, I got none of what I expected out of out of a show like this. You know, we knew it was going to be more gritty and it was going to be a drama. We did. That we? Going there were rumors that we were going to have K2SO in this series, and you know, yeah, making his jokes. We we literally thought Alan Tudyk was in this. Maybe he was somewhere and I don't know. But maybe season two. Yeah, <laughs> there's always hope. I, yeah. I, it was, I guess he was confirmed for that, wasn't he? See, I, exactly. I remember. Yeah, we, I were, we reported that was on the that. news. Yeah. And huh. so and I was just back then. And again, I've already had the make up where I've been like, I was wrong about saying the show was going to be terrible. But like at that point, I was just like, oh, grown. And you guys are like, yay, we like K2SO. <laughs> fap, 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 fap. And I was like, <laughs> no, thanks. I, I don't think it happened that way, but OK. Well, it, I'm sure it happened with me. <laughs> you don't care. Too, you, didn't, you didn't have to clean <laughs> the carpets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fap to KUSO all the time. <laughs> I'm just saying, like K- you guys. KY to us You guys just can't get enough Alan Tudyk in your lives, and he is a treasure. But still, I was like, I don't want more of that. I got it, and then it, and, and at the in the end of the movie, it was so meaningful and deeper that I don't want to cheapen it by going back to the goof well. And you guys were like, yay. And so, I, but I was just grown. This is going to be so awful. That wasn't anywhere in this. They didn't go no. near that. Mm-mm. They, they stayed. Gave story. They gave us just a, and I know a lot, we talked about that out like earlier before about how the, the name should have been different. Than, yes. But yeah. I was intrigued. Not only was I intrigued, yeah. every time it ended, I was like, wait, that was it? Like, I need to watch more. I want right. to see more. Happen. Every time it ended for me, I was like, wow, that was a lot. I'm mad that I don't have more. Uh, yeah, that was, it was never it was like, like that. that was it. It was always like, oh, that was awesome. God no, dang I it. I got to wait I, a week. You're right. I didn't mean like that was it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I meant like, wait, keep going. Like, yeah. I, and I don't, I don't want to skip over what you said with the title because that is, has been probably the biggest criticism I've seen of the show so far is that everybody that's seen it, because we were talking about um, that it hasn't had a lot of streams and that they're trying to push it out there and get a bigger audience for it. And a lot of people feel like, and I tend to agree that had this been titled something like, you know, spark of the rebellion or rise of, you know, what put rebellion in the title somewhere. Rebel birth. You know, and, and maybe that seems a little, you know, a <laughs> little like spoon right? fed, yeah, but, the but the thing of it birth. is, I think people would at least have an idea of what the show is going in instead of calling it Andor. They might as well call the show BBY. It means nothing yeah, to people right. who don't aren't right. on the, in the know. Right. Because, you know, as, as much as we like Rogue One and we know the Andor character and all that stuff, a lot of people who saw Rogue One don't, don't have remember the names that guy's memorized. name was Plus, Andor. half the people call him Ander. Yeah. <laughs> Ander. What if Luthen called him Ander? Yeah. What if, like, in, 19, <laughs> in 1981, they released a movie called Han? <laughs> Nobody would have known right. that it was like Han right. Solo, but half the characters call him Han. Yeah. Yes. And I think that would have, it, it seems like it would have gone a long way. 
to helping maybe generate some more interest for the show. Yeah. And this show deserves an audience, a, a larger audience than it's gotten. Yeah. Because, oh, sure. Which I is mean, why Disney's planning to trot it out in front right. of ABC and right. all that stuff. I, th- I think they'll get it. I think because it is a slow burn. It's kind of like, I remember when Game of, Thro- Game of Thrones it. came out, the very first season. Yes. I didn't read the books or anything. So I just went in blind because I was like in the new HBO Sunday night show. Every, all right. of us did except for Garrick. He's the he's the one what reads. Well, so, I did. so <laughs> well, then you, yeah, you knew it before any, so like nobody had watched. I remember talking about it at work. I remember, oh, you got to watch this Game of Thrones. It's kind of. And remember, there's no fight scenes. There's no yeah, the pew first pews. Season, yeah. It's just, I was hooked. And I was like, I want to see what's next. That's right. it. Like, I want I want more. Yeah. And that's how, we, and I feel like this is kind of in that way. It's like, you're just enthralled by what's happening they on the un- screen. They finally understood, the showrunners finally understood that a good story trumps. And and this goes back, really, this goes back good to Good story, Lucas. good characters, good dialogue. This goes back to, to Lucas and A New Hope because... That, you know, he had this great grand, you know, story in his head, but he knew that his limitations in the 70s, you know, in terms of how he was able to tell that story. And that's part of what made it interesting was, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, the cinematography and and the cutaways and, the you know, how do you frame the shot and all that stuff yeah. was important to be able to tell that story because he couldn't have the big sweeping, you know, the big yeah. giant battles and all that stuff. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the same kind of thing applies here. Not it's not a one to one comparison, but the the comparison is here. It's like we don't need. I mean, even though we can do it and have all the space battles and crazy, you know, Jedi's, you know, launching around or whatever. You know, I love it if we Mike want to tell the Jedi, Jedi is my favorite. <laughs> wizards, space, <laughs> space wizards, right? That if you want to st- tell a good story, you don't need all that. But we know all that stuff exists in this universe. But if you want to tell a good story, tell a good story. All right, I gotta I gotta read this. Oh, oh, not really read it. Just um, Gilroy says, including K two, is one of the responsibilities of season two. Interesting. Yeah, I like. Now, see, I'd be interesting interested in seeing how K two gets like subdued, reprogrammed, whatever, recommitted. But what I'm not looking for is the slapstick or no, it wasn't slapstick. Dude, K2 was, was a better, better than like yes. 3PO in episode two, which yes. is a groaner. Exactly. K2 is definitely better than that. Yes. But his attitude, I would like, this is just me. Actually, maybe it's fanboy. Why? Maybe I've been in cahoots with him. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's still lurking in the shadows, smelling bad. But if I'm going to get K2, I want the K2 slow burn because I want K2 and rogue one to be the result of a droid who hasn't had his memory wiped in way too long. <laughs> He's developed personality quirks and all that stuff. Growth. Uh, I hope, well, I, I predict probably just because of a budgetary reason, if you throw all your money into those uh, shots, you're kind of draining your budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So most likely they will do, probably do a slow burn based on kind of what we've seen where he kind of maybe builds them over time or yeah. something happens. But each one's a year. So I think season two is every three episodes is a year. So yeah. It's like four years, three episodes is one year. That takes place every couple of months. Is oh, okay. how it's kind of spaced out. All right, so it'll be every year. Let's um to it. before we get too far into this, I do want to talk about the showrunners and and these in these folks. So we give some background here um, on Tony Gilroy and the people that he worked with. Okay, and kind of what 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 his background is. Um, Tony Gilroy is the executive producer and the writer on the show. He did not direct all the episodes, um, but for those who don't know, Tony Gilroy was the cleanup guy for Gareth Edwards on Rogue One. Yep. So Rogue One, for those who remember back then, ran to some um, 
some hiccups along the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> along among the many hiccups that Lucasfilm was <laughs> experiencing at that time. Nothing but hiccups. <laughs> yeah, remember that Boba Boba Fett film that was supposed to happen? Yeah, that was remember great. that Josh Trank? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> remember Lloyd or Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, uh, Lord Miller. <laughs> yeah, who was the one who was supposed to God. do the third movie? Oh, um, the it was the Jurassic Park the Jurassic guy. Park guy. What's yeah. his name? Yeah. What was his name? I don't I can't remember. remember. The Ryan Johnson trilogy is supposed to be going. <laughs> Ryan Johnson going. recently That's still said, happening. So That's he, still happening. He recently said that he can't wait to get, or like he prays that he can get back to Star He'll Wars. Be I'm like, so sad. He's going to be so sad when he finds again. out his key doesn't open the lock anymore. <laughs> he's like, oh, they re, they put new locks on Star Wars. Oh, Kathleen's not Colin there anymore. Yeah, Colin, Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, they did him cold. Yeah. That was, uh, that was Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah. No, it totally Yeah, was. Ryan Johnson's the one that pissed off Colin Trevorrow. He pissed off J.J. too. Yeah, J. well, yeah. Well, Ryan Johnson, <laughs> by not doing what J.J. wanted and also doing what he did, he left Ryan. He Colin Trevorrow felt like he was left with none of the heavy hitters. Right. But it's like, yeah, that's that's why that's why people <laughs> that why that movie is so divisive, because Ryan Johnson shit on the heavy hitters and there are nothing left. And Colin Trevor was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, he's like, he "What the hell? Anything. What the hell?" And he's just like, "I'm out." Right. Peace. So anyway, back to Rogue One. So Rogue One hit. It's um, you know, Gareth Edwards got to, to his um credit. I mean, Gareth Edwards has been a team player through that whole thing. Um, yeah, you know, he didn't go out on Twitter and just rail against people like some other. He did not Star sour the whole process or whatever. But Tony Gilroy was brought in to help clean up the mess mm-hmm. and did a, in my opinion, a masterful job. Um. Because that movie, I, I I mean, there was my understanding is that like um, the 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 um, and Andor and uh, who's the main girl character Jen Urso Jen Urso oh they were supposed they were originally supposed to survive and do all that stuff. I, and you I like think, this movie. I think yeah. Tony Gilroy came in and um, you know made the hard decision to say no, we're going to kill them off. You and, need to and, feel their sacrifice. Yes, you need to feel the sacrifice. And talk about a guy who understands sacrifice leading yes. into more discussion on Andor. <laughs> right, exactly. So. Yeah. So he was that guy. So, um, you know, a lot of people, at least the inside, I mean, maybe he doesn't, Tony Gilroy doesn't have the accolades on the outside, you know, from the general audiences, you know, Gareth Edwards is still credited with, with Rogue One, mm-hmm. but Tony Gilroy, the insiders knew that, Hey, he was the one that did this. So let's give him this Andor series. Yeah. And, um, that's one of the few good decisions that Lucasfilm has made over these last 10 years. Not only that, they gave him a series and they were supposed to be hands off. Like he said, I'll do a series for helping out on this show. And this is just, once again, what I heard. So I apologize if it's wrong, but he basically just said, if you give me the show, you cannot, you got to let me do it my way. Like I have to be able to do it my way. Mm -hmm. He was singing Sinatra all the whole time. I'll do it my way. way. Actually, when he wins all of the Emmys, that's what I want him to do is get up and sing Sinatra. Oh, he better win he better. some Emmy. There better be something. In there. Yeah. Let's just say it this yeah. way. I want that to be true. Yeah. That, that If it's not true, I, I wish it was because um, Disney, it seems that way, though. Disney in general. I will say this about Disney in general, but definitely Lucasfilm. And this is something we said about Lucasfilm for a long time. But Disney in general needs to learn not to design by committee. Yeah. yeah. But... They also need to learn not to let young upstarts just go completely rogue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's right. A, there's a happy medium somewhere. Yeah, there is, right. And 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 yeah, like you've got to let a you've got to find a visionary. You need a visionary. Mm-hmm. 
You know, they've got some and they figured it out. They've got, you know, Filoni, whether you like Filoni or not, he's a bit of a visionary. He's got a vision of where uh, he wants Favreau. to go. I think them two together. Favreau, yeah. Kind of their- Gareth or uh, uh, Tony Gilroy, uh, uh, apparently, even though he's not a huge Star Wars fan, he fixed Rogue One. He made this series. He's clearly got a vision. But see, the difference between his vision and I totally agree. Mm hmm. And his vision in my in my eyes is that I want to tell a good story. That's yes. what he went into it with. It's not I want to tell As a good a, Star Wars. It's I want right. to tell a good story, but I am going to put the best Star Wars wrapping paper on that story so so well that you won't even want to open the present. Right. That he didn't feel like he needed to tinker with anything that had already been established. Yes, he doesn't need to subvert expectations because right. he's telling a story, right. not changing the mythos. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. He didn't come in and be like, I'm going to change it. In fact, I... I think he was like, we'd write something and we'd just basically like write it like a template. And say, yeah. Fill in alien corf out here yeah this guy wrap it yeah. in star wars yeah, just wrap it in star wars because you're right why this, not do this that? show this show could have been anywhere set during world war ii this could have been this could have been a sopranos this could have been a sopranos follow-up yes, <laughs> correct man i yeah. mean yes it was that good of a story it could but they just yes they wrapped it in a star wars package rather than i'm gonna come in and i'll show you star wars fans <laughs> yep <laughs> i mean that that's what kind of makes it timeless like the original Yep. series yeah original trilogy because uh, the, the cgi on the show was very minimal mm-hmm. it was subdued I mean, yes you, yeah if it was there you couldn't tell which was awesome like there was no cgi characters there was very little c like special effects for what there was mm-hmm. was very practical for the most part except for the spaceships of course those were cgi the coruscant looks yeah, gorgeous coruscant yeah oh my yeah. god oh, man oh, yeah. on it looked like a like a Lexus I mean, commercial, you know. Like, like, like I just pictured Mon Mothma like <laughs> like driving a Cadillac, you know, like like the, like the commercials in the black and white. You know white. what I loved about how Coruscant was portrayed too? It seemed like the perfect mix between the prequel the area pristine Coruscant versus the underbelly, the, yes. like the the down the below decks mm-hmm. Coruscant. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it's done oh. so well. Right, blue milk. <laughs> no, no, and, not and, just blue milk. And, and blue milk berries. and like multicolored cocoa puffs. Yeah. It was crunch berries. Were dude. they crunch berries? Okay, fair. So, okay, so here's my theory on this, and I'm sure there's a million video essays or something on this, but him going back and getting berated by his mother, eating cereal is like the thing cereal. we do as a kid, as we do it as kids. Yes. So I think as why he's eating that cereal all the time is like to fill our heads like a child yeah no and it's so intentional everything in the show was so intentional to 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 even though this is science fiction we're trying to get you to turn on your empathy you know to actually feel something about this character that you've got no reason to feel anything and what characters did you not were you not interested in even like the the um the the empire characters you're mm-hmm. like these characters are interesting i i want to know yes more about all yeah, of them absolutely absolutely yeah i was a fan every they, time she said a word i was just like i love everything's like she just says it with butter you know like i don't know how to explain just oozing rich beautiful dialogue mon mothma no uh, no no Deidre, Deidre, the, Deidre, the, Deidre, oh yeah the uh the it, intelligence yeah. officer yeah like she like the phenomenal. saltiest butter oh well, and, like and then that yeah. last episode where he comes and picks her up saves her off the I ground 
and grabs her gun. And the- I was so worried they were gonna kiss. I'm glad that yeah. Oh, yeah I thank was God so they didn't. Worried. Thank God they didn't because yeah. that made it. That, I mean, it that, did. Yeah. Mm. It made it. <laughs> There's two love interests in this whole series. Yeah. The 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 two ladies. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. The, and, the and, two then ladies. and then the ISB and that dude. That's yeah. the, like, no Mon Mothma. That's your, you forget about that's Mon not Mothma. a love interest. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's with the other Isn't dude. It? The other dude. Yeah, Maybe. the old guy. The banker guy. Yeah. The bank not that yeah, the guy with the Her cash. old school Her chum. old school yeah. chum. Oh yeah. I yeah. guess you got the two kids, but that's I don't, I don't think there's a romance. Hate each other, but. Yeah. No, but it was it was implied that there had been because there you could been, tell yeah, the husband right. there was some oh, friction. Yeah. For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Feel Agreed. That. God forbid there's subtlety. Oh, this show. It's beautiful. And she's always like, smile. And she's just like in her head, she's got to rehearse these lines and tell herself to always be smiling, always have this front, always have this facade, mm-hmm. I think she said. Yeah. And just keep it going. She's even reminding him, you have to keep a smile. Smile. Don't yep. tell my husband. Smile. Like Yep. Oh, I, I, also, I you're a degenerate like, gambler, and I hate you. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> what? What the hell? What did I do? You, you know what you did. Mm. <laughs> she's dying inside because she's framing her husband to cover up her banking. Dude, the Mon, the Mon Mothma arc is was. I mean, I that's know, I TV know it was, writing it was a B plot, but it was masterful. That done. is TV writing that TV has not managed to do very much. That is a level of quality. I was saying before we started recording, Garrick, uh, I'm letting you know since you weren't there, um, that we were we were talking about it earlier, and, and I was saying that I was watching some breakdowns from very popular Star Wars like breakdown YouTubers, and mm-hmm. on more than one, I heard, you know, I get the feeling that she was actually just making this up to kind of like <laughs> cover her banking dealings, and oh, and I was wow. literally, I was literally like, make. You ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, that was that, the brilliance of the yeah, whole episode. That's right. the only reason that scene was in the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. But that's how brilliant it was that people who are like, di- sorry, I'm shaking the whole table, dissecting the episode are too freaking stupid to pick up because like, it's not ham fisted. There, there's, and that, that, everything in this show lends it to definitely rewatching it over and over. Yes. yes. We're, pick up yep. stuff you miss. Because I, I saw something, uh, maybe on Reddit, uh, just a, the subtle symbolism, like there, there's the imperial crest, you know, it has six sides-ish, mm-hmm. like six spokes. And you and you see that that visual of, of the prison, obviously, as they're yeah. swimming away. Yep. But also the things that they're that, making in the prison. It, representing a, a prison, yeah, that thing. And the uh, the uh, the office where Cyril works, those little booths are in the yeah, same that's right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. shape. And Mon Masma's, uh apartment. Yep. The uh, the frame of some of the hallways are in that hexagonal. Everything, yep. yeah. So it's like every it, it represent like the representative of of a prison of being trapped is is everywhere, and it's insane that you you don't and it's not in your face. No, you just kind of no, it's just perfect. something they put in you there. Could, to, you could completely miss like, it subliminally, like hit you. Yeah, that's yeah. the stuff I love. That is just so it, that it. That's the stuff that we'd like to point out. I don't not not, not the stupid you know showrunners shoving it in your face saying look what we're doing. Isn't but the thing cool? is that's a weird thing. Andor's doing it constantly. All the everything, time. everything, all the way down to the intro music changing over the course of the season, and then you watch the final episode and you realize the intro music's part of the story, and you had no <laughs> idea. But like it's doing that constantly, but somehow it's not hitting you over the head with it. Right. And I don't know if I've seen this level of brilliance in 
TV execution. I mean, the only movies that you would ever see, it's like the kind of stuff you like watch in a college club <laughs> and then have a debate over it afterwards. Like, so what do we feel the symbolism in this scene was? It's like your sophomore <laughs> English teacher going, you know that the eyeglasses on the billboard represented the eyes of God <laughs> watching over all of all of uh, all of their uh, shenanigans, you know. Nope. It, Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, Great Gatsby. Like, it's always yeah. that kind of like heavy, heavy, I read. dumb crap that everybody. But this show is just like everything is that intentional. Right. Every detail is that intentional. Watch it a hundred times. You're right. still going to be right. picking up stuff. Yeah. We were saying that earlier when we were outside is that I can't wait now that this is over to go back and rewatch because this is one of those TV series that every time you watch it, you're going to tie new things together. And you're gonna see. You're gonna. Oh, I didn't notice that before. Oh, that means this. Oh, that's yeah. tied to this. Oh, and that, those are exciting. That's the guy that played Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was he in there? <laughs> yep. Yeah. First time in Star Wars. No, seriously. Those are. I mean, it's brilliant on so First many try. levels because it it gets you back rewatching it. You know, and and what other Star Wars series lately can we say that about? I oh, dude, I, I mean, watch Obi Wan daily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of that. I'm part of that weird Catholic offshoot where you torture yourselves to to seek atonement. Opus, yeah, day part of Opus Day. No, so I mean, that's even, what I do instead of whipping myself. Man. Opus Day Kenobi. Yeah. I don't go back and, <laughs> even Mando. I don't go back and rewatch Mando. You know, I mean, it's not. I, I, I will. I will at some point, maybe. but I haven't. I rewatched the first season like maybe three times. This but guy. Andor, I've watched every episode twice. Yep, I'm the same way. On the day it came out, same I way. have not. And the reason for that is being I wanted to wait for it to end and then binge it. I yeah, wanted to like right. just so that's, kind of, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, too, yeah, that's right? that's in my future for sure. Don't worry. <laughs> so it got me thinking like when we watched and I think we talked about that. Well, here I am three years ago when we talked about in year seven of your guys's podcast. <laughs> uh, we talked about how like what I didn't like. And I specifically wanted to say that I didn't like all the new stuff because I hate this. What, what do you call it? Ham fisted, like just yeah, giving you, right. hey, look, this is how they met. This is how, this yeah. is what happened here. This is the explain. Yep. I like the fandom of just, hey, did you notice this little thing? Yeah. What is this little thing? And then mm-hmm. we get to build the rest of the stories yeah. ourselves right. as fans. Mm-hmm. And this is where like the extra levels of story details come out from us. Yep. And they give us that. They well, give us that. And gift. it gives you the and ability to write the fan fiction of, in the two years yes, when you get season before two. I die. One of the greatest <laughs> things that they did was not give you. They didn't let you listen to what, um, uh, what's her name? The one that got tortured. Vix. Yes. Yeah. They. You. You have no idea what she. Yeah. Heard. The sounds that tortured her. That he describes what it's no going to do. No idea. But, Perfect. But all you know is how it affected her, and you're like, oh my word yeah that has to be all that had to be awful what i feel is like that? in the in the obi-wan series they would have just like played like <laughs> the sounds of like the slime bubbling under manhattan from ghostbusters too and been like oh it's messed up right <laughs> it's messed up right <laughs> you know it's great though that you're bringing that because it's even to the point when remember cassian goes in to break her out and she was mm-hmm. like oh I, I, I don't think i can leave because they'll, they'll be mad. mad they're gonna get mad I mean, that's like that's it's, great yeah man. that's some like torture deprogramming like <laughs> <Right>. yeah <laughs> that, that, that scene was so that that her getting tortured was i remember thinking they're not gonna show it and they didn't or they didn't you didn't hear it i should they're not yeah gonna right. listen to it but my mind was creating those own images yes. was, oh yeah i was thinking of probably worse than like what that yes, would sound like kids right. getting 
crushed like a jelly <laughs> machine or something. Yeah. Like, I was like, my own mind was. <laughs> I don't out. know that my mind went to turning children into. I can't well, they say said the it word. was crushed. If I say that like word, that, I yeah. end the podcast accidentally. So I can't do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. What, but they were like, where we used a ship to crush the. They were most of them. Were, I, Oh, that's right. Something like that. My brain went to like what, and and it created like a yeah. horror movie esque. Yeah, my mind created worse. Probably like they, they literally went in there and monkeyed with the the audio to make it even worse yes. than it already was. Yes, and that's some it's, dark. It's, oh yeah, these were little kids too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So have fun. have fun with that. Yeah. So it was pretty bad, but we found a way to make it way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know it's, those uh, audio engineers had the, who had to listen and do that like. Yeah, where what, are they at? Now? What wing? What <laughs> wing of the empire is that in? You know, the the audio effery, yeah. you know? the Imperial Audio Video cl- Closet. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a couple guys in there just editing. Yeah. Yo, man, well, they he's got be, like the thickest glasses. They, they have to be pretty messed up right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, because they would have had to listen to it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I tested it; it's fine, and he just jumps right off the <laughs> balcony. That's, oh, it must work. We've yeah. had four. We've had four deaths. So it's working. <laughs> yeah. We want more dust. Do it. Have you listened to <laughs> it? Have you done any? Have you done any QA? Uh, I'd rather not. Really, uh, <laughs> I've lost seven assistants. <laughs> it's working. That's it's what I, working. Yeah. Let's try audio torture. That's a neat trick. <laughs> oh, by the way, they did. He did spin. Uh, he did. There he was did, a spin because I, I thought he he it did work. But he did he did a spin with look. big space lightsabers. Yes, <laughs> he did spin. That's I, a neater trick, like yeah. Iron Man hand lasers yeah, or something like. No. Oh, can we talk about Luthen's ship for a hot second? Mm-hmm. His ship, oh, yeah, the Fondor Hulk. Oh my gosh, the idea of having of basically playing dumb. While pressing by kicking your engines into high gear, faking like it's a an, a mistake, like there's a glitch and you're trying to fix it, and the getting the Imperials to crank up the 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 tractor beam to f- like high, so that while you're having your fake engine issue, and they don't want you to get away, and then they crank it up high enough where you can just like dump cans of nuts and bolts out the back. <laughs> And it just shreds their projector, their tractor beam projector, because they've got it turned up so high. I'm like, that is way better than just going to hyperspace through the middle of a fleet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like someone actually thought about that. Like thought about how do we take the technology and do something feasible with it rather than I got an idea. Let's just make hey, hyperspace like hey, super suicide. That's the holdo maneuver. I know. And it's about. a million to one. It is a brilliant <laughs> it's a million to one. So we can never maneuver. do it again. We can we never, never do it, do it again. Because that was, you know, <laughs> she's a brilliant tactician. Yeah. And apparently, space pilot. One in a million. Yeah. So she just puts on her space helmet and is like, all right. And her purple dress. Say one in a million. And purple dress. One in a million. Yeah. And her purple dress. I'm just saying, <laughs> as much as I love to make fun of The Last Jedi, that, like, this a perfect example of how do we do something like that yeah. but in a way that we can use the established lore add a little extra to it yeah. and make it completely and totally plausible in a way that we've never considered before mm-hmm. it was using the pseudoscience of the the fictional technology mm-hmm. in a way that made it cooler made it even right. Like, oh, now I feel like I understand more about tractor oh, beams mean, in you, Star Wars. 
Yeah, a little better than running out of gas in space. Yeah, ga- yeah, space gas. <laughs> or, lo- or the laser lobs, because that's how lasers work. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the, the laser lobs. lobs. Oh, <laughs> we haven't given that enough hate. I, I will always hate. I have plenty of hate. I'm literally full of hate. Right <laughs> the laser lobs. Still carrying oh weight. It's, hate and it's weight. It's probably the only Star Wars property and as far back as I can remember that I actually want to buy like the visual dictionary. Oh, yeah, right? Uh, like that shows cross sections of all the ships and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was like I'm so that ship is so cool. Like why do why do the wings fly, uh like go up? Is it some sort of like cloaking or like camouflage type thing? Know. Like I want to know everything. I remember about in the it. trailer yes, seeing the laser beam Show me the, about it. Why don't you know? The, tell me yeah. about it. Corey, come on. All right, I'll tell you right now. In the in the yes. uh trailer when I saw the shots of the red, you know, lightsaber laser beams, you know, scalpels shooting out of its wings, I was like and this is back before I knew the show was going to be good, even though the trailer was intriguing because the cinematography alone was so good. Uh, but I was like, oh, God, that's dumb. And then I saw it in the episode. And I went, oh, that's neat. Like, I was so excited about something that that without earning it just looked like, look, lightsabers in space, like giant lights. And I'm like, OK, we got many Death Star lasers on little ships. Nothing changed. Well, they earned except, everything. Yeah, except the rest I mean, of the show. They happened. earned modifying instruments. Yes, they earned duct taping <laughs> a Victrola horn to a French horn and calling it a space instrument. <laughs> yeah. I was like space clarinet. Yeah, just attached two things uh, together. That scene was so. It was. I loved it. Oh it was, God. but that doesn't change the fact that someone said, "What if this looks too much like a flute?" And someone answered, "I know." Glue another flute to the flute. Yeah, no, that's. I don't care. And here's my theory. That's great. Here's my theory. I think they actually wanted people to play. I I agree. The instruments. Yeah, and they They wanted it live on set. (laughs) They wanted people. So they had to actually use instruments, but we can't. They can't look like. Otherwise, you're faking like you're playing an instrument where these people were probably actually playing. Yeah, yeah, and the people there were getting the. The feel of the music and it, it, on set. I almost wonder if they didn't like plan it very far in advance, or if they did, and someone said, "No, if you do too much of the instruments, they won't sound right." So they're like, "All right, let's just half—I don't want to say half-ass it, but let's just half-ass it, and that'll be good enough because we'll <laughs> have earned it." It's like someone saying, "Like, what if this looks too much like a sousaphone?" I don't know. Hang some fuzzy dice off of it. Oh man, it's a space sousaphone! <laughs> like it it's was that on the nose, but it was still great. Yeah. So it's like this is my French horn. I pasted some duck. Exactly. But <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was, I was, well, if you got more to say about nope, that, I, yeah. I wanted to go back to something else. But go ahead. Well, I was going to say on that that scene though with them, the the funeral the funeral dirge. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. That that yeah. and, and the, and, and the theme building. of the show. Wait, the music. It was kept the theme building. of the show. That's right. They're all right. walking together. Coming to get yeah. and you know and just oh, and it's, that's, it's, that's it sounds like a a downtrodden funeral dirge from like mid yeah. you know or like dark ages Europe kind of or like early you know seventeen hundred Europe or something and then it gets to when they all like get to where they're gonna do the ceremony and yeah. and, and play the hologram and place the brick and it hits this like crescendo-y burst of just like yeah. amazing it's like Mar- 
marching to war. Yeah. Thing. Reminded me of gangs of gangs in New York. I don't know if you guys remember that where they're watching. I, uh, that's <laughs> on my worst 10 favorite first 10 movies of all time. Okay. Worst. Worst first? 10. Well, there's a scene in the beginning where <laughs> there's they're good scenes in it, but there's 9,000 scenes in it. <laughs> yeah, right. But there's a part where they're like walking up to war. To yes. Where they're like, they're where they're coming to the five points. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that scene reminded me of. Like, except that was like the three points. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Reminding me of that. The, all this tension's brewing into just this and yeah. then you're just waiting that, waiting for that whole scene that so good that whole series that whole like mo- that whole what is it, hour long i don't know half hour 45 minute scene probably one of the best scenes in star wars i'll say seriously and there there were no front to back like no lightsabers Luthen, no force no luthan's like uh so she he's talking to uh, what's her name mon mothma's cousin or whatever yeah can't remember her name Bell he's or like something? i was Bell, yeah wow. she's like it's right. gonna start in an hour or whatever and then all of a sudden yeah. you hear Clang, yeah, and they're all like, What's and then happening? silence, yeah. so awesome. And the and then uh, just rolls out from there, and it the, the tension builds mm-hmm. with the music. The yeah, music you, you have all those in the show, the, the security officers and what are they scurrying around trying to get ready because they weren't prepared. Yeah, yeah. they're like, Oh, these these yeah. dumb townies can't even keep time right. They don't say that, <laughs> they don't, they never say I, that. It's just you can tell they're surprised because they weren't expecting it to start at that point. And in their minds, that's not because something bad's about to happen. In their minds, it's just because these townies are just there in mourning and they don't care about procedure and stuff like that. But I'm saying all the words they never say in the show. You just pick it up from the way it's being yeah. depicted. It, yeah. it made me it made me really feel for that planet. Like Ferrix, like they're they're under imperial rule, but they're all united. Yeah. Yep. As like they're all downtrodden, greasy, dirty, Rickers. like getting beaten and tortured, but they're they're together. And I, I hope they show at the end of season two that Ferrix is okay. <laughs> is Ferrix oh, no, okay? They're done. They're, they're they done. better they do it. Know. They better show me. That planet's <laughs> done. That they're so screwed. One of the best shots in the whole sequence was when the stormtrooper came up to the tower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I want to talk to that. that I want to talk. Yeah. I want to talk to that. that Sparta. I'm assuming that dude, that redheaded dude was like actually Navy and not part of the ISB because he was the one that was mad that the ISB was holding them back. Oh, yeah. And then he gets mad and gets the stormtrooper vault and he points at the one stormtrooper and says, go take care of that guy. And I was immediately going, that dude's going to fall. That guy's not uh, going to be okay. <laughs> that stormtrooper, and but it was the beautiful unceremonious Spartan kick to the chest. But then <laughs> instead of doing like what Obi Wan would have done, like where the camera follows the stormtrooper almost to the ground, or you see him from right below and he the falls right onto shot, the camera, yeah, like it's the Mummy Returns or some bullcrap, uh, you just see it from a long way away yeah. without you. You can just you can. You, it's not in the show, but you can in your head hear the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, that's what I thought instantly. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah, <you> know. <laughs> but on thought, a serious note, that adds to the tension, right? Because everything's building to that point where there's going to be a breakout of rebellion, and yeah, and and I love that they did the far away shot. You just see the body yeah. flying because it's just like. Everybody's just like, what's, you know, everybody you see it from their view. Yeah. yeah what's it, from on. their view. Exactly. Confusion. Well, you see it from his view. His Nobody view, else yeah. is even looking for it. Yeah. It's just that one guy goes, mm-hmm. oh, I just sent that guy to his death. I like the, I like that when he walked up, the stormtrooper was all out of breath and looking down at it, like at the actual stairs and he was, he didn't even look up yet. Yeah. He just got kicked off. I thought, shit, that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> that guy just literally that's my, my life. life. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> just focusing on a breath, walking time. upstairs, not even looking where I'm going. Uh, the and yeah, here, here, the best car <laughs> banger just bumps you right in the chest. You're like, oh damn it! <laughs> this harbor's really heavy. Oh, man, my camp, <sighs> man, I just want to go. Man, I'm tired right now. I just want to go eat a snack or something. Yeah. Uh, you know. A soak a blast or whatever. Like, I just like, yeah, some drink. He was like one month from retirement. Yeah, dude. He was he was seriously only had a month left. And then he was he getting too old off. for this shit. That, there was no hesitation either. I got just just no. He's off. like, I'm busy banging. Kaboom. He's like, no warning. Just what? Yeah. Boom. Get, get out on out you here. Uh, then that speech it builds up to that speech by yes. Marva, and it's just I was just who knew that Aunt Petunia inspired the rebe- or oh, a, a major portion. Seemingly, you know what I loved about this too because. It was another great monologue in this show. There's all the whole these time monologues. my butt's puckered because I know she's about to unleash, yeah. and the and the the Navy dude sitting there going, "This isn't okay." And I'm like, "I know, dude, it's not." But <laughs> when are you going to start killing people? Because I'm scared. Yeah. Like, oh, but, I mean, but her monologue—that's the second second good monologue. Oh, for right, real. Because well, and but it's not. I mean, of course, Lu- Luthen's I mean, monologue. You know, when he meets the 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 mole. You know, and uh, talk that about, you know, amazing. what my, you know, what have I sacrificed? Mm-hmm. You know, that speech. I mean, obviously, in my opinion, the best monologue that, in the series. Best monologue in a yeah. series I can remember. Oh, yeah. Probably that, best monologue that, in That uh, show, or that episode. <laughs> Probably. That uh, monologue from but it not just, the dead but, I mean, even, um, even Andor. Was like um, on point. You know, he doesn't have as long monologues. Out or, as like, you know, and freedom, it's not even really a monologue. You know, this, I mean, this his interactions with people. Like the yeah, Andy Serkis. not exactly wordy. He's not wordy, but when he speaks, it's very intentional. Let's get to the point. And the perfect example is when he's trying to convince Andy Serkis' character that... You know, when he starts asking him how many how many guards on each floor, yeah, how many, and he keeps resisting, he keeps, he keeps resisting, and, he, and the guys get and Andy Circus just keeps him mad, and then they find out, oh yeah, no, they slaughtered everybody because they just shuffled one guy from one to another, and and how many guards on each floor? Never more than was it? Never more than twelve, <laughs> right, right? But when he has those interactions with these people, God, and he's trying to convince them of things, I mean, it's the same thing. It's very powerful. It's direct, and it's you know, it's it's like get to the heart of the matter, and um. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there's just there's well, several of yeah. those. Well, like the- in the he, I, I forget the um character's name. He was towards the big. He's like the first part of the the series. The kid who had the journal. Oh yeah, the, the, gave the manifesto. manifesto. Yeah, the manifesto that yes, right. gave Dan. And so the beginning of towards the beginning of this ep, the finale episode, he's like listening to basically his monologue. That was yeah, that that was another one. That, that was, was just that like, was unbelievable. That was yeah. like I was getting chills. I was like, this. Just I love that. I love the idea that the entire philosophy of the rebellion was like some aspy kid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. like it's just because his like his observations are like astute on a philosophical level that is not like impressive for sci-fi. I'm literally like, oh, I need to read more. And I just I <laughs> like <laughs> this, this is really smart, and I had not thought of it like that. But I, I mean, I love that these, you know, these monologues, I mean, they kind of they, they set the base, you know, for what's happening. But I also like that they're coming from different peoples at different levels. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Mon Mothma at the top level. You've got Luthen at kind of a, a sub level, but kind of closer to Mon Mothma. Or maybe in ter- it depends on the perspective in terms of like organizing the rebellion. He's higher in terms of funding it. She's higher. Right. You know? Right. But yeah. then you have and then you have and. and yeah, just the different aspects kind of coming to converging together because then you've got um oh who's um I can't think of his name. Describe. 
black dude. Um, Saw Gerrera? Saw Gerrera. Well, oh, yeah. I love Saw, though. Saw, I mean, I Saw. because Saw... goes to show how racist Star Wars is. All Mike had to say was black dude, and I knew it was Saw Gerrera. Lando. Lando, Lando and Saw. Oh, yeah. well, did, he, did the black guy have a lazy eye? Yeah. <laughs> Saw Gerrera. I right. love Saw. Saw's like my... So, but, I, mean, I like him a lot we know more that Saw, now. Man. We know that Saw comes from the more, like, you know, kind of get it done and be dirty. Like, yeah, you borderline know? terrorism. Right, yeah, yeah, the terrorist, you know, kind of faction. So all these factions come together. And then all the way down to uh, Marva's speech at the end yeah. where it's just the common man you know it's, yeah. it's the everyday guy in the street yep. you know it's like you can have all these people at the top planning these things they're and all, that all stuff. unhappy and they all want to fight but all of them have to fight a different fight and i love that it all contributes like, to the same battle the same war but they're all fighting different battles right and and, and i love that it's they're dis they're disparate and separate and they're yeah. not i mean the people at the ground level are not connected directly to Mon Mothma and Luthan and, and you know well, what I'm seeing? You gotta have it's a just all breaking it's all breaking you do have to have a fulcrum. Gotta have a fulcrum. out at the same time for the same mm-hmm. reasons, mm-hmm. but in just different different levels, different, you know, yeah. perspectives, different, you know, situations. So yeah. Man. So Luthan's a Jedi, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I don't want that. He's, he's got a kyber crystal. He had, he's he got laser don't swords. Care. Now, that kyber crystal, according to him, comes from like the Rakatan, back from the Rakatan Empire. Did oh. you hear that? Uh-uh, I didn't catch I didn't it. We already did a welcome back for that. He, he you know When he gives is? it to Andor. Rock, rock, Rachnids? Is that like a Rakatan. They were from uh, Knights from of the a, Old Republic. The, it's a video oh, game. The old Xbox game. Wow. They were the basically the ancient dudes with the eyes that came out of the side of their head that like conquered the entire galaxy back then. Oh. He actually mentions he was like it was like something built in tribute to the defeat of the Rakatan Empire. I'm like, holy We're crap, they like, just canonized the most obscure Knights of the Old Republic stuff. That's, that's an old video game that if, if you've never explored that, you should. I even if you I don't played the yeah. there's like Kotar and then Yeah, Kotor um, and then there's a Kotor two and then there's Old Republic, the MMO. I did play the MMO. And I played it before it switched. No, there was another one before Star Wars Galaxies. Oh uh, yeah, I never played Galaxy. Oh. Yeah. I'm old. I'm old. Everybody, like yeah. ninety. I'm ninety. I mean, I was old enough. I just didn't play <laughs> MMOs back then. <laughs> I don't but, want Luthan to be a Jedi. If, if if he's Jedi adjacent, I'll be okay with it. Well, I think I think he gave it up. I think he hung it up with, because he says like the years that he's been in his speech. He talks about the years that he's been like fighting. It's like the series minus that many years is when Order sixty six happened, as I understand it. I've not sat down and done the math, but I've watched several things that are in agreement where they're like, yep, if you take that, subtract that many years, that's the year that Order 66 took place in the Purge. And so, and the other thing is his cane, his little cane that he carries around that's like a collapsible thing. There was that for no reason, that moment where he's going to see Saw, and I don't know if it was two tubes or somebody pulled the cane off of him and holding it, and he looks at him, he's like, you know, do whatever or give it back they did focus on that yeah there uh, was there was a hang-up on that cane and i'm like uh, i think that 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 kyber crystal that he gave cassian is actually what would go into that and turn it into a lightsaber remember we have we have uh established for that because kanan kept his lightsaber without the crystal yeah mm-hmm. huh kept it in pieces yep. he did have the laser swords on his uh on his ship and he did spin Yep, there was the a Anakin spin. maneuver. That is the Anakin, that, yeah. Huh? Maybe, maybe it was Famously. whatever Karen Bazar, like uh, Guardian of the Wheels. It could be. Could the be. spinning, though, reminded me of the Inquisitors. The lightsabers? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that, oh, but yeah. So the sh- the uh, here's what I love about Luthan in that ship sequence. 
He went back to kill these. He didn't just leave. No, he, he like, could have left. He's like, I'm gonna finish these effers off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> turn around and kill them with my guns, and then I'm gonna turn around and kill them with this, those laser beams. I want side. them to see exactly how many ways I have to kill them before I check. Because he didn't just bolt, and he didn't. He could have just bolted. He could have, but he was like, yeah. no, I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna use the same gun, by the way, like on the Millennium Falcon. It's that four cannon. Yeah, that little quad. That pops up. <laughs> the quad laser. I, I, yeah. yeah, it was. He's just, got that little droid just running it. <laughs> I wonder what's up with that little droid fits in the palm of your hand but that thing's a badass like yeah. eh, find me an alderanian id <laughs> and it's like i got you fam and yeah. i'm like this little dude's cool there's something to him yeah lutheran's got there's more secrets to this guy and i can oh that's what that's the the beauty of this show too the writing is it it makes everyone so intriguing mm -hmm. and like i think lutheran's one of the the most intriguing oh yeah, yeah the, you just you don't know any of his backstory. No, and, and they didn't reveal it at the end. There was all people asking. There were two big questions. Who's Luthen? I mean, of the series, I would say the two biggest questions were, who's Luthen and what are they building in the in the prison? Well, the after credit scene told us what they were building in the prison. <laughs> that was yeah, awesome. Which, and I love they didn't include that in the show proper. Yeah, it was a really I good, just too. like, you yeah. wanted to know, here yeah, you go. That's a good yeah. point. I like yeah. that it was an after credit scene, that it was... Not that important, but oh, here's this little nugget. Yeah. And it actually <laughs> adds something like, okay, why did the emperor pass that thing that extended everybody's sentences? Oh, because the Death Star. That's why. Mm -hmm. He oh. needed for the forced labor because they were trying to complete the Death Star. So the he passed that whatever that act was that made all of their sentences longer, specifically to keep the Death Star on schedule, which we know is an issue. We saw yeah. Rogue One, it was falling behind schedule. <laughs> that was yeah, the, and that was oh, in yeah. several of the books too where mm -hmm. they uh, uh talked about that. It yeah. took a while. Yeah. to make it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it sure did. That's why with the second one they're like don't even bother building skin on it. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. just put a, a put a put a skeleton there and slap a build super laser, laser on it. Yeah, yeah, build the laser first. Oh, uh going to need a throne room. Also, it's going to need a little side room that we won't refer to till 30 years later. Four years later. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's great poetic justice that Cashin helped blow that thing yep. up in the end. Yep. Ultimately, because he helped build it. And he also helped destroy uh -huh. it. Or helped uh -huh. helped lead to its destruction. Yeah. Yes. It, and I honestly, I want to, I I'm, I want to go so back very days. soon and watch Rogue One again, because I haven't watched it in a couple years. I know. I've After I was done watching. To see if Gilroy breadcrumbed anything. Sure, right. That I oh. never that didn't matter as much for me to remember right. before. Yeah. So I will be watching Rogue One again in the next couple well, of weeks. And they, they they introduced one of the crew from Rogue One. Melshi. But did but, Melshi. Didn't, but did, didn't say, didn't, Hey, I'm part of your future yeah, exactly. buddies. They just planted him. Yeah. And, and then they parted ways. And then they parted ways. And so you know they're gonna come back together at some point, yeah. but they didn't have to say anything. Yep. It's nice. But Luthen's not in Rogue One, so what oh, yeah, he's dead. Everybody's dead. He gotta be dead. You already know. He's gotta All be dead. dead. But I still want to see how it happens. I, I do too. That's the and that's the I part. and I want him to whip out that cane lightsaber and kick the shit out of some people. I want him to go down like Ganner <laughs> Rizod, mother effers. I want to see that boy slaughter well, a bunch of dudes while he we, does. We had talked about how well these stormtroopers shoot. Oh man, yeah. When they kick on the storm, yeah. they turn on the stormtrooper button in that last episode. It ain't. Oops, I'm not good at shooting blasters. It lends to that whole theory where the stormtroopers in episode four were told to miss on purpose so they could get the Millennium Falcon with the tracking device out to get the rebellion. You ever hear that theory? No, but that's blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah. like because Makes Darth sense, Vader already had a tracking device on it. That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he, he learned that from watching Reva. 
Um, <laughs> so, but they, so the theory was they told the stormtroopers to suck in order oh. to allow them to find the rebellion. It, but there's also another theory but that I have. In this episode, the yeah. stormtroopers, like, they're like, all right, hey, fight. And they're like, oh, us? Okay. Body slaughter, 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 slaughter. And he's Body like, oh, my. By. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, at the I love that beginning, of, wow. beginning of the rebellion, awesome. the actually stormtroopers are really good. That's right. They were shooting all but, the guys in the hallway. But somebody, but somebody had taken out a bunch of them. Yeah. So now they have like a ton of replacements that are not, oh, not yeah. as good. That's a good theory, so, too. Interesting. Because they had less time to train. I like them. the part where Luthen <laughs> takes out a bunch of stormtroopers in his day. Yeah. I just want to say. Yeah. It could be that uh, yep. it's they don't have the clones to train them anymore. Yeah. They had those riot troopers and the stormtroopers are just sitting in the background, like not yeah, doing they're anything. Just hanging out. I'm like, whoa, no. So the dude's like, dude, you gonna do something? Like, oh, but this okay. this we'll made shoot. the this series made the empire scary, scary, which is yeah. what it should be. Right. So you yeah. need to have tension. To well, the feel it, the know? whole like the whole trapped depression of the prisoners who suddenly realize they're not getting out, but nobody knows. That's terrifying. Yep. Yeah, the whole thing about like, oh. Well, we were allowing you to manage your own planet by our rules, but you messed up one thing, so now we're occupying you. That's terrifying. Like, just one thing, at, like, different scales, and then all the way down to, oh, the stormtroopers, like, actually trying to shoot people is terrifying. Like, there are so many different economies of scale into how they depict the Empire's oppression in this show, rather than just, and I've said this before on the podcast, Toby, but rather than just the empire is scary because stormtroopers shove people hard. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what it was before in the movies and stuff. Oh, look, stormtroopers are mad. They shove people. <laughs> I was scared of stormtroopers when I was a kid. Well, yeah, when and, we were kids. We, yeah, but that's how it should be now. I, mean, I was scared of the underside of my bed when I was a kid. So. <laughs> I, I'm so, still scared of the underside. Of <laughs> I'm you, scared of the underside of your bed. You said that about the <laughs> occupation. That reminds me of when um, Vader was telling Lando. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going to come in. Now, it, like, that brings weight to it. Because now right? you know what it, it is. It was now just you know a why threat. Like, hey, hey, yeah. hey. All right, all right. You know, I'll do whatever to, to avoid. But now you know what happens. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, man, everything oh. just gets worse, obviously. Yeah. He's going to get the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> those Lobot. Is it a Lobot or whatever? With those, yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, the Bix, Lobot. Implants. Headphones implants. On. <laughs> you got to read the comics where Lobot's always going, hey, for you forgot. I got implants. I can uh, do math. Implants. <laughs> literally. Literally. Uh, literally pointing at his head going, implants. It's, it's enjoyable for its comedic value. And uh, mm -hmm. Lobot is apparently... A goofball. Oh, I didn't know. You know, he was the until, opposite as until. The he, thing oh, that's happened. right. There was a thing I forgot. Yeah, a thing happened that made him less goofball. Yeah. he became more machine than man. Oh, <laughs> twisted and evil. <laughs> twisted and not really evil. Just twisted. Twisted and can't talk. That's, yeah. that's them respecting respecting the audience once again to to show you what I like to have tension. In yeah, shows. that's why I didn't like like the, the prequels, obviously, because the robot. Uh, whatever the robots were, whatever. battle oh, droids. Battle yeah. droids. They were just yeah. disposable. And I, yep. just, and the bugs in episode two, disposable. So it's just like, there's never tension. I, I never understood tension. why George Lucas decided to have the clone, like everything about build up to the clone wars be about fighting droids. Yeah. Clones against droids. Mm -hmm. I'm like, was, are you were afraid of your PG 13 rating? Like what was going on <laughs> yeah. that made that make sense? <laughs> but this doesn't, he this loved is, the idea of robots and robots. Clones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. And bugs yeah. and yeah, all that stuff. Well, to the point where he uh like no droids is my name. You can't use the word droids in anything. Oh yeah, nobody's allowed to use droids. 
the word. I mean, his his deal with the prequels is he's like, I finally have the technology and I'm just going to. I'm going to use my FU money to do whatever I want. Right. Yeah. So, and I, no, there was no, there was nobody to keep him in check, and that's the problem. Yeah, oh, he yeah, didn't have to earn it because he'd already earned he'd it, already and earned so it. he just did whatever he wanted. Yeah. Rick McCallum was a, a yes man. Oh he my was gosh, not a producer. He wasn't a yes man. He was a lap dog. <laughs> and I get, and so I have to say this to anybody who likes the prequels. I understand your, I understand the Clone Wars made it better. I that drives me nuts because. It needed the Clone Wars to legitimize it. It should not have to have it. I'm sorry. And the, well, Clone the Clone Wars had its moments. Enhanced, don't justify. Yes. Yeah. And, and, well, and Last Rebels Jedi made the mm-hmm. prequels better, too. That is true. The Last Jedi makes all the, the original trilogy Wait, better. What? Makes <laughs> yeah, all the, Star Wars the prequels better. were the worst ones until The Last Jedi came out. <laughs> <laughs> so it made them better. Everything it made everything make sense. I don't see how we're questioning this. As soon as Titty Milk came out, we're like, it all makes sense now. Titty Milk. Mine was Canto Bright. I thought... This is where I want to be. Canto bite. Canto bite. I, I reference Canto bite. I know. In, in, I know. Yeah, they did. I, I like it because it's fine. part of Star Wars. They reference everything. I think if we, when we go back and watch this, oh, we're gonna catch shit. they right. they reference every single place known to mankind that's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I remember that one thing that that. You're gonna hear it. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> it's it's gonna be ironic because it's the one time they don't reference tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might be right. But... <laughs> yes, I don't yes. think they do reference. Oh, Tatooine. Tony Gilroy, please don't reference tattoo <laughs> ever. Please ever. In fact, don't reference Jakku either. Leave the sandy planets Jack. alone. Yes. yes, no sand. It doesn't. I don't want it to get everywhere. Yeah, get it? <laughs> it's coarse. Get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. Another brilliant dialogue. Line the, by oh my gosh! Writing that script to the last second, just to get it out. Just to get it I out. love how all of his producer, I mean, director friends were like, "You know what, George? You should just do it. Just go, man. I mean, there's no way I could do this justice. You just, <laughs> yeah." Do it. And that was all such lip service. <laughs> they were all just like, uh, "You're going to be Spielberg, impossible to work Ron with." Howard, no. They're like, "Yeah, we can't." There's no, yeah, Spielberg. George, this is your vision. You need Spielberg, to do this. who who later sat across the table from George at Skywalker Ranch in the dining room <laughs> with Harrison Ford, going. Going over Indiana Jones and the Saucer Men from Mars, and they're going, George, maybe, maybe dial it back 20 or 30 percent. Now, now it's my movie. Yeah, I'm selling everything. Slam. All right, so we need to talk about Andy Circus's performance. Hey, I mean, yeah, loved him. Is I not, uh, yeah, this was the best Andy Circus not playing an animal. I've ever seen <laughs> because the only th- other thing I think I have to compare it to is playing the one-eyed captain in yeah, King Kong. In King- <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, in yeah. uh, he was in that Marvel movie. He was the I liked him as a villain. villain. Oh, oh yeah, he was, he was Claw. Yeah, he was awesome. But, but like Andy Circus doesn't have the ability to turn off his intensity. Yeah, right. And that's what makes him such a the master of mocap, right? Yeah. Is that he's got an intensity that worked for Gollum. It works for training a bunch of people to play apes. And stuff like that. Uh, this character actually He was he was good as Deagle. <laughs> no, hobby. he was Schmeagle, not Deagle. Deagle was the one he killed. Yeah, Deagle, uh, oh, Deagle yeah, died. Killed God, Deagle. do you even Lotro, bro? Lotro. Like it's Lord, like it's the game. Uh, Lotro. Yeah. Uh but like this character, both before and after the transformation, needed intensity. It was perfect casting and perfect execution on his part. 
Yeah, and that intensity just in one well, scene when they zoom in on his face and you could just see him just like yeah. never more Anguish. than twelve. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh, yeah. it was before oh. that. It was when he had his hands like we're gonna do the same oh, thing yeah. we always yeah. do. Yeah, and you oh, could just yeah. see him like thousand yard stare, just like yeah. My whole my idea of me getting out is gone. But see, he was I, like Arlie Ermy, but with, <laughs> without the like with angst instead of apathy. Yeah, he's just you straight know? up like. And we do it every day, all the way down, all the way down to the to then the very end of his character resigning to the fact is, oh no, I'm screwed because I no, can't swim. That's one of the things I love about the writing on this show is that they are not a respecter of persons. Because how easy would it have been to just send him off as a hat? Oh, he escaped! Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, you know. And instead, I mean, the irony of or him going like he this- gets shot down while he's swimming away would have even been in the middle. But no, it's like oh. I, I, I can't I even can't try. Swim. I can't, I can't know, even attempt. He goes through this. all that, gets these men out, leads this rebellion, you know. In, Once again, in, another sacrifice. Another yes, sacrifice. The yes. show is all that's about what sacrifice. That's what I'm talking about. The sacrifices. Uh, uh, intentional or otherwise. Right. Mon Mothma is constantly building towards greater levels of sacrifice with her daughter, with her husband, yeah. with everything. She's constantly having to accept, all right, I have to make this sacrifice. This sucks, but I'm in but, trouble. I have to make sacrifice. Andy Serkis didn't decide to make that sacrifice. He decided to just try well, for it, and then at the very end goes, this, oh, this was a sacrifice. This is why I think Luthen's character is so great, because I think Mon Mothma doesn't understand the sacrifices she needs to make until she's approaching it. She's aware and, that she does. Yeah. She's not aware and, and regrets, not and, regrets, but yeah. has to deal with every step. And so she keeps coming yeah. to the points where she needs to make more and more sacrifices not, yeah. and, and not looking further in the future and realizing the fact more sacrifices she'll yeah. have to make. But Luthen knows yeah. every sacrifice. He's holding on to nothing. Yeah, he knows. He's let it all to, go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has given Mon up. Mothma, yeah. She's on that journey. He's already there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. She's she's trying to maintain both worlds at once. Yeah. And Luthen's just like, nope. I'm gonna come in and do my little thing, but that's not what I'm. I don't care yeah. if that business fails. She. It's just a front anyway. She knows there's a tipping point, but she doesn't want to be at that tipping point yet because she mm-hmm. feels that her value is doing what she's doing. Right. And if there's a, if she tips over to the point where she has to give up the front, right? What good is she gonna do? So right. she doesn't know. Even though she knows that tipping point, there, she doesn't know what the future after that looks like. And so she's trying to. She's not holding on, but she's just. It feels chaotic to See, her because love, the, the lack of con- with every step, there's less control. There's less guarantee with every step she takes. Whereas with, yeah, exactly. With Luthen, there is no control except how you paint the chaos. You control the chaos. You can't prevent it. You have to learn to become it. His whole thing. It sounds like a Jedi who went Sith. His whole thing is about, I gave up. I'm doing what my enemies do using against them. I am sowing the chaos rather than being a victim of it. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But that's essentially his message. It's like, they're creating chaos for us. So you're going to have to puppet master the chaos. Mon Mothma's not ready for the chaos. She did say she learned. So when you said that, it made me think of when she said, I learned from Palpatine. I'll show you the rock in one hand and the knife at you other yeah so she's learned she's using the tools of her enemy at the same time mm-hmm. i think she hasn't accepted her demise yet like luthan's just like i'm dead man like, yeah i won't I'm, live I'm go off <laughs> he literally yeah. says if he it, won't live to see the fruits of yep. his labor what i love about her too is that we know at some point she has to jump ship right she's going to be yeah. an enemy of the state mm-hmm. at some point because she becomes the leader of the rebellion yeah like straight up yeah you know like theoretically it's when the emperor dissolves the yeah Senate, so right? one would assume like she's like okay well that's done i'm yeah, going full rebellion it, it, it now, could maybe. honestly be her that causes him to do that it could be that they and find think, out what she's oh, yeah, up to and be. he just goes that's, that's it saying, no more and we can see that 
didn't see that in this series. That's Could be. when Luthen dies. Could be when he pulls out his lightsaber and fights Palpatine. She gives herself her own <laughs> in the Senate. In the Senate. Ah. She gives herself her own haircut because we all know yeah, that happens at some point. That bowl cut. She gets yeah. the bowl cut. She's yeah. like, I got to cut my hair off to escape. That, that's what Obi Wan would do. <laughs> a fight in the Senate yeah. lands on a on one of the platforms. Like, oh, this says Clomber. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. This one's scratch. <laughs> oh, remember? Oh, look. Oh. <laughs> that's These look that's at the least one Yoda threw, and they never remember. They never oh. buffed it out. I mean, it was it was scratched in the force. <laughs> oh, in case exactly you didn't understand, how... audience, here's his Yoda's old outfit that he yeah. used to wear. Just, yeah. That was there. There's his coat. It's still laying on the it's floor. In the there. middle of the fight, Obi Wan squats down, puts his hand on the metal, and you get the flashback of the scene from just copy pasted from Return of the Sith. Just, just so you didn't get it, people. God, I love talking about throat. how bad Obi Wan did things and would have done other things. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh. All of not, which not the character, all, not the whole Obi-Wan time, the, character, the whole time, Obi Wan's inner dialogue is just Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> that whole fight just seen from scene from the movie. <laughs> Everything. Oh my goodness. Luthen's flipping around, <laughs> throwing stuff. Getting stuck at a gate in the middle of a desert somewhere. Yeah. You can't realize to go around the gate. Yeah. But they still have to open the gate. Yeah. It's like, Obi Wan. I, I could walk six feet in that direction. Yeah, so I can literally just go this way to the left. Six but feet. I got the force for a reason. But now, here comes a truck. Apparently, we can't see trucks coming on the <laughs> plane. We've come well, to the spot for a reason. Game of Thrones couldn't see ships right around a small rock. So, that's true. That is true. That's true. Yeah. Just hide the whole fleet back there. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I think I kind of knew that then, too. I kind of felt like, okay. Yeah, I, I did, too. I let that one slide. I let a lot of things. I let some things slide. There, was, there is the But fun. it was dumb then, as it is dumb yes. now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But Obi-Wan just did right that one The gate thing was unforgivable. The gay, fi- the gay thing was like, I took a screenshot of I hope you're saying gate and not gay. No, gate. Okay. gate. The gay was- part was the best part of the whole thing. I don't even remember what it was, but I'm sure it was great compared to this. That gate where they're Obi-Wan and Princess Leia. By the way, go... The country Zach Braff was the voice of that. That I yes. know that. Yeah. No. So the and I resent the fact that he was doing a voice like this. So by the way, so I'm ge- I'm like getting geek mad because I'm thinking he doesn't even have the voice box to create that. He doesn't have the lip structure to make right. this. Kind of, so I'm already like my mind's already yep. like going crazy. Same. 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 Sorry. So sorry for anybody. I'm not preach it. Yeah. So and then they get to this this gate, this laser gate. And there's really, you could go any way around it or just walk no, around No, literally, it. they could have walked 10 feet yes. and stepped around and go, I'm on the other side now. Yeah, and they're like, keep an eye for ships or something coming up. <laughs> and then this massive thing comes <laughs> flying up. Like, this is You, the you most... had one job. Yeah, oh, I keep... Mm. Yeah, I just get angry. No, that's it. <laughs> I, I, to hate. It's the, for me that series. The two worst sins hey, are the gate, and it might have been the same episode or the next one, which is the first fight with Vader, where Vader uses up all of his force meter to put the fire out. <laughs> But then it uh, starts back up yeah. again, and he's like, "Dang it! I I have a sleep for Hold on, I, got I gotta sleep for eight hours before I can use that spell again." Yeah, if I got a mana yeah, potion, exactly. And then the other thing is, we're like, "Where did they go?" And I'm like, "It's a freaking dude! It's a desert! I know. Where could they have gone? I like, know. there's no <laughs> like literally call down ties to sweep the area, do so- anything rather than uh, just well lost this round. Can't, where did he go? I can't see him in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, you." Your well, helmet sucks. He, he, hides, he hides his lightsaber well in the desert. So, oh my gosh, I can't even. This. So but so he did bad. find him later in the desert. Yes. So all easy in just. Oh man, yeah, I can't even. I can't even. That show. 
<laughs> burns me. Because it should have been epic. It should have just been a beautiful, epic it journey. Should have. And it could have been all space wizards and laser swords and still not been as been terrible happy. as it was. I honestly a good story. Yeah. Give me a good story. Between Darth it. Tantrum and Falling bounty hunters being completely vexed by a tree branch. <laughs> That show uh, and, and the gate and the gate and, and the trench coat. Yep. And this and the fact that that nobody learned in Fallen Order that they should probably plug up the undersides of the Sith Temple so that no one just swims in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that scene this was Fallen again. Order. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Hey, Toby hasn't been here for it. It's therapeutic. Man, I know. <laughs> and, the, and the speeders coming in, but somehow turning out of the way. Yeah. There, and the millions of people on the hangar deck for no reason because there's no there's really ships anywhere. And smuggling, a, a smuggling out a, a two people in a trench coat. Oh. <laughs> and somehow Leia's fixing all this electronic equipment because she did it in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. With the, so then they got to make the kid do it. because Now, mind you, in Return of the Jedi, she was like making it worse before she got it right. No, Han too. made it worse, I thought. Or she got shot. She got shot trying to do it right, and then Han had to do it. And he's like, oh, and, and he like that's right. Yeah, good call. But good call. she, you know, she had a. She was just too. She's a kid. She's like telling Obi Wan what to do. Yeah. She runs faster. Than, she runs faster. She's like, yeah, Obi Wan. Her we're foot doing long this. legs are faster than Flea from Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers. <laughs> like, I like, like you know, I'm watching my nephews and nieces. I get, I let them get away with shit. But I'm like, hey, we're being hunted. I'm the one calling the fucking shots. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah. I'm the one calling the shots, kid. Yeah. I get you're a princess, but I'm the adult. <laughs> no, the but adult no, but Toby, <laughs> Toby, she was precocious. She climbed trees. Oh, she that's right. She so that justifies that. her being an expert bounty hunter runner from her. Because <laughs> she climbed a tree. And stopping an inquisitor from like... Uh, an inquisitor who can hide an, like a like a, like an intragalactic uh, tracking device <laughs> inside of a coaster. That's right. A, a little flying coaster. Yeah. Named cool. Lulu or Lola or something. All right. Yeah. Top. Turns its eyes I'm, red I'm, too. Yeah, That's why I say no, it's evil. You got to make sure the audience knows. You I'm the directions. And they pull the Futurama rules, uh, man. I'm, like we're gonna zoom in on it so you know, but just in case you don't, the eyes are it red. It turns red, and it turns to the camera and sticks out a little hand and gives it the middle finger. Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, my favorite Lulu. moment <laughs> for Mandor season one. Oh, oh, favorite moment? On, That's a tough one. Come on. Just a one I mean, moment. Spark, not like entire spark notwithstanding. The top moment. Doesn't matter what it is. I mean, the easy, fighters. easy one is Luthen's speech. I mean, that's an easy Personal one. for you. Personal for me yeah. was the swimming away when they finally broke out of the, the manufacturing facility and Andy Circus can't swim. And you see, I, I loved the visual of looking down on the facility that looks like the Imperial Crest mm. and the guy swimming away from it. Oh, that was beautiful. And it that almost it almost gorgeous. it almost kind of makes it look like the rebel insignia when they're doing that. Oh, because yeah. the boy, yeah, yeah. like the well, Phoenix, I, I pulled that out of my butt just now, but I'm sticking to it. Now. <laughs> sure, why not? Let's go I, Toby's it. like visualize it. Look at the face. He's I like, know, I like, know it doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to like. I'm gonna go back. I'm, when I rewatch it all, I'll be. I can't wait. So you, when you said the TIE fighter, you talk about the one that just bursts from was, over the horizon and makes you crap yourself? I think, I mean, obviously there's a lot of great scenes, but the, the moment that really hit home was being afraid of a TIE fighter for once. Yes. Like, yeah. Instead of just being a disposable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they were scary. By the way, they were still scary in the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. All, everything was, in my, I'm an OT guy, so it's like everything was scary, like more intense, because it, it wasn't just thrown in your face. And faster. And, 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 and this was just like, 
boom, and it came around that corner, and I had to, I was just sitting there with my surround sound that on. That was, was like, oh, the I most. Jumped. That's the most <laughs> terrified I've been. We actually, I, we, uh, we exchanged yeah, we texts did. about that. Yeah, I, I literally said there. I pooped myself when yeah. that thing came flying. That's out. what yeah. you should feel. Pooped it. Pooped yeah. yeah. So, um, but my friend who's in the Air Force, he was talking about when that the second time the lightsaber came or the lightsaber, the Tie Fighter came flying down when they were all like, you know, and just said, Vroom. oh, when it comes down to like dust some. Yeah, and he was talking about a yeah. show of presence Buzzes and a show him. of force, and he said what he was doing there is literally a show of force. It's saying, yeah, reminding you reminding who's in you charge. We're still in charge, and you could yeah. feel that because it was also being a dick. Yeah, yeah and also being a jerk doing it by yeah. flying down, and and I just thought this is whole other level. This is how I need to feel. This is the yes. feeling I had when I was a kid. Yes. Like I just, oh, I was in, I was in awe. But there's a lot more, obviously. That just, yeah. that just sticks out to me. I've already said my favorite uh, moment and I stick to it. Like, uh, there's tons. There's tons. Oh, of, absolutely. But yeah. the one that actually made me stick my fist in the air like I was Judd Nelson at the end of uh, Breakfast Club <laughs> was, uh, was never more than 12. Oh, man. Mm, that line from yeah. Andy Circus, like, I went... Yes, and then I hear, "Don't you forget about me?" That's a slow burn because all the episode they just kept. Yeah, he kept asking the question. Mm. He kept being annoyed, but then that yes, one more time, and even the way the way that Cassian delivers that line, like because he's looking at him, they're walking in a direction, but he's looking sideways at him because he knows now's my chance, and so he's looking at him like he's he asks the question, knowing that okay, this is the last shot I got. If this guy's gonna break, it's here, and yeah, Andy Circus never even looks back at him. Never more than twelve, and I just. Absolutely breakfast clubbed out of my seat. That was a beautiful <laughs> line delivery. One of the best I've ever seen. It, but it, it had, it earned, it earned it. Like oh yeah. You, you needed to, it wasn't boring to get to that point. Cause you know, some of the, some of the negative, re, the few negative reviews are like, Oh, it could, we could have gotten here faster. This could have just been done here. Like yeah, you need it, to let it stew. Yeah. It's, it could have been less meaningful. They're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we could have just said it, you know, and then yeah. pew 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 uh, later. But you need to let <laughs> pew, it pew, pew burn, <laughs> right? Like you need to, you need to earn it with them. And that's man. part of the beauty of that character is this transformation, you know, from a guy who just wants to get play beat. by the rules, yeah, play by the rules, shut get out. Remember, he's two hundred some days yeah, away. Right, he's so close. He's, he's so close. And then coming to the realization that oh, we're never going to leave here, and it's a light switch. Nope. That's yeah. all it takes, right? Because it's like the whole series. Yeah. It's a spark. The whole series is different sparks. So he, here he goes from a shift leader to a leader of the, like a, a leader of the rebellion. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, that's awesome. Yeah. Garrick, your favorite moment are the space AKs, right? <laughs> yeah, I love the space AKs. I wish you could see him shoot some more. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, no, from, from uh, episode one, my favorite character besides Luthen was Brasso, like uh, Cashin's best friend. Yeah, uh, that dude. He's like... It's like you do you through Star Wars. You, you, we've had millions of different characters, but you never have like the 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 dude that you, your best friend, the, the solid bro, like guy yeah, the solid there. bro, the bro, right? Yeah, like my favorite scene was just him and the droid. Like Marva's just died, and the droid is like has you know his he probably hasn't had his memory wiped in eight forever. Yep. So he has like some sort of quirky intelligence that he's actually broken up about you know marva dying yeah. they, i love that oh, scene where yeah. yeah when he was like and he's like yeah he's like can you, can you just stay over just one night and you can see him he's like he doesn't have to the, the thing's basically a trash can yeah on broken wheels and he's like okay 
one. I love it because yeah, I'm he's like, like fuck yeah, you're gonna come hell yeah. You're, there we you're go. gonna come stay with me in the droid, but you, but you, 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 me and Max Headroom style, you could stay here. It's like uh, a question mark, and he just looks at him and goes, "Just one night." And I'm like, "You are the bro of bros." <laughs> yeah, like you don't see like right. outside of Luke, maybe you don't see these truly empathic characters, right? Even with a inanimate object, yeah. Like he's he's there for everybody, and I just that scene uh, kind of like typified it for me. I'm like, okay, this dude is literally there for anybody, even. And it goes, yeah, this. back to that first episode awesome. where like he's like, Cassian's like, "What were you doing last night?" And he's like, oh, "I did this." And Cassian's like, "No, you did this." And he he yeah. doesn't he doesn't go, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" He goes, "No, I did that, but then I did this," <laughs> as if like because it, it would have been cooler if I did it, and people believe I'm cooler than you. Yeah, the meeting, <laughs> the meeting in the tunnel in the last episode between him and Cassian, and they hug, and Cassian's like get about ready to go nuts, and he's like, "Marva, you know, she knew you would be say this, so here's," and he delivers everything Marva said, and he's like, "She knows that I can't remember the line, but basically, she knows whatever you do." Even the good and the bad, you know, she, she knows you're better than. But that. it's even better. He doesn't. I can't remember. He doesn't say it in the it's third such a person. Good line. He doesn't. No. He delivers it in the first person exactly how she said it. Yes. And in, in, in somehow so that works so well. I think like from a lot of actors that would have sounded cl- cliche. Yeah. Well, but that they, guy. Well, they oh, earned it with that character. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They're just setting him you up sh- to be that. You're the empathetic. Well, he's the big, friend, strong yeah. bros, bro, chain a ship to the ground and knock a dude out of the air, <laughs> kind of like. But he's a friend of droids, and he he respects the emotional uh, uh, brevity. Yeah, of he's like he's like the, what the the textbook version of like what I see masculinity should being is like being empathetic, but when you know shit hits the fan, you gotta you know defend. Yeah, yeah that's right. one of yeah. my right. probably one of my favorite mo- moments is just the that band starting to play and just the whole build up in the you know in the finale mm-hmm. when they're marching up like of course music hits yeah with me it hits with all of us uh but yeah that just that whole moment before uh including the the speech just that whole build up to the like he the he reminded me of aragorn in a lot of ways yeah like Aragorn was was cool. He didn't want to fight. Quiet warrior yeah, kind of thing. Like but a, he, he did when he had and to. He, yeah, he, and mean, also Aragorn saw the benefits in the strengths of others in yeah, a way that that guy did. Tree. Oh, yeah. Like at the end when he's like the hobbits, he's like, you don't bow to anybody. And I know I'm the king of everything, but you don't bow to me. You bow to no one. Yeah. And like the smallest, like insignificant people. Yeah. And I got that feeling from him. Like, okay. That's awesome. well, in the hobbits like case, they're kind of bowing even when they're standing up. So. <laughs> yeah, basically. You're always bowing. Yeah. They're only about that tall. You're still a lesser creature. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Love that dude. Brasso. Yeah, we man. don't want you to fall over. Oh, that's, yeah. So I wish she was real. So how is a funeral dirt your favorite? <laughs> that's one of yeah. That was mine. The, yeah. The, the whole build up. Man. <sighs> build up. Still about the. the I, oh, man. There, we could go. Like, this is good. Be like a 24 hour cast. By the way, if we. But, <laughs> but there was that part where she's talking and the clanging is going on. Oh yeah. She's like, you know what that sound? You know that's that's what a reckoning sounds like. She's like literally just getting in these guys' heads and yeah. like saying. Because she knows she's been through this enough as one of the daughters of Farrick. She's been a part of this process so many times that she knows exactly what's taking place, even though she recorded yep. this before she died. Yep. And she's like telling those two guards in there and, and the clanging and that's the way they do the music. And, it, and then it just goes quiet. Yeah. And you're just like, holy cow, like what is yeah. going to happen? And that's when, of course, they escape and yeah. Luthen and Andor. Although and I guess- R2's hollow projector sucks. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. At, at the end of the- 
at the end of that speech, he says, fight, fight the empire. Do you think he wanted to replace the fight with something else and they wouldn't let him? <laughs> that F, been awesome? F the empire. Because <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, it had warnings for strong language. And I'm like, what? Really? Strong language. Yeah. Okay, here we go. F We're the empire it. and the B. <laughs> F the empire. How, how did oh, you like uh, that? That one guy taking her brick. And smack it, smack <laughs> that guy over the head. Dude, like literally, that was epic. Using Marva to beat people. Oh yeah. no, that was Marva just would fine. Have yeah, Marva. You would have known Marva would have been like, "Hells mm -hmm. yeah. yeah!" She's still a part of this fight. <laughs> yeah, and then he like headbutted that stormtrooper right in his face. <laughs> it's like this is fine, plastoid, no big deal. I know that's what I, I, yeah. I'm thinking of the the Obi Wan shot when the girl did the. She karate chopped the two stormtroopers in the base. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, well, you know, I guess stormtrooper armor is not. And then the Ewoks did throw rocks on it. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, the Ewoks yeah. did take It's them. just for effect. It's not actual armor. Oh, it's not? Is that real? I don't even know. No. It's real in the universe. It, it, no, it's it's armor. It's just <laughs> crap armor. Okay. I can see that. Can see Mass produced crap armor. It's like, it's styrofoam. It just breaks apart. I think at one point they do actually refer to it, though, as it's designed to be intimidating, but it's not actually that great. No. So, um, what do you guys think about that crazy cliffhanger at the end of the series? Oh, a huge terrible, cliffhanger that terrible. left us off. Terrible. That one where it's like, now <laughs> I don't even know what's oh, going to happen. Yeah. What are they building at the end there? The after credit? What the hell? No, is no, that? no. I mean, at the end of the thing. show, that giant cliffhanger where that you don't know if that one character is going to die and the other character is like, you don't know if yeah. she's going to cheat on her husband. Right. Oh, wait. This series didn't do that at <laughs> all. Oh. It just said. Here's a story. Here's the story of a lovely lady. Yep. yep. It just got me excited for season. I know. Two. It's all without. They didn't have to bait you. Mad. Yeah. Like they just told such a good story. And now all they like the only cliffhanger was, hey, these guys who got along, but then one thought he should probably kill the other one are now officially getting along. Yep. That's your cliffhanger. And, it's not, and I'm yeah. like, awesome. It's not really <laughs> a cliffhanger awesome. because if they stopped right here and didn't make any more of these, it it's could fine. stand on its own. Yeah. Yep. That's, oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I, that's what yeah. I think. There's I think, not a real cliffhanger I don't, here. I'm so sick. They that, left it where you can continue the story, but there isn't a, what, what, I can't, I can't wait till next season. I don't even care about like whether it's about whether it's a whole story or not. I'm just tired of, I mean, I do, but I'm tired of giant baity masturbatory cliffhangers at the end of every season of every show i mean i love you yellowstone but let's calm down <laughs> i i felt like it was a cliffhanger only because i just dying to watch that i want yeah, to the cliffhanger, the cliffhanger that, is how hungry you that, are for more that, yes. my, that my friend is the masturbator that's the <laughs> best cliffhanger <laughs> yep that, yeah. that is the masteriest baiter of yeah, all you yeah. know when you when there's a is it there's a rule in like cooking i guess like when you go to a fine dining restaurant you, you never serve more than what like you should always serve less that makes the person full right so it's yeah. like essentially you want to keep them wanting one last bite yeah and that's what this you shows. want them to leave wanting yes. another bite rather than leave and you're like oh i don't even want to eat i don't want to eat yeah, i've pit. had enough again. of that for this six last six months yeah <laughs> the chicken so, pit <laughs> yes. like I, I you just want more and this yeah. is the filet this is the oh my this is just so good i yeah. loved how the series and the funny you know like i didn't feel like they okay you know, like a lot of series when they don't know if they're going to get picked up again, they'll try to resolve all the big issues and then they get picked up again and they're like, crap, now we have to invent a whole new conflict, right? This series, just, it, I didn't feel, even though it wrapped it up in a nice bow, I didn't feel like it was like, well, we might not get to make another series. It just felt like this was the logical place mm -hmm. to say, 
at this point. Like this is chapter one. Yeah, there's yeah. either maybe there's a chapter two. No, no. It, well, yeah, it, we have, we know chapter one and we know chapter ten. Sure. Yeah. Which is Rogue One, whatever. Or you know, we know there was a chapter two. We just don't know if there's another chapter between chapter one and chapter two. And it just seemed like they weren't sweating that. Mm-mm. Right. It, that's a yeah. good way to put it. That they it it felt like they weren't sweating it. Yeah. It took its time. Gosh. If, it, if well, it gets a season two, it gets a season two. If it doesn't, it doesn't. This was the Damn fun. The season finale did not feel like a typical season finale on any other show because yeah, it didn't. It's always the felt like this big, huge buildup in this massive season finale. It's like no, it felt like a very sizable, just like any other episode. But it was wrapping up that yeah. story. What do you think about that huge fight scene with Cassian? Oh, yeah. There wasn't one. <laughs> he was in a hidey hole looking right. through a, a right. monocular. Yeah, they did. That. There's that one day where he did a judo flip and then blasted the guy oh, right. yeah. in the chest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's entirely right, man. They don't. These guys, these showrunners, Tony Gilroy, whoever's the right writing, doing the main writing on this. They know that they don't have to fall into those trappings. They yeah. Don't, they don't feel baited into it. You know? It just feels like they're so like their IQ so or something controlled. is so much it's higher so controlled. than all the rest of these writers that are doing all this stuff. It's like they just like I. OK, I like Filoni's vision. I think Favreau's is a really smart guy, but I feel like even them, the IQ, I don't want to get hung up on IQ, but like the level of awareness and intelligence and purposefulness of this show is higher than they're like two, they're the, two different it's things. higher than the most low budget art film. <laughs> yeah. It is so high. It's hard to compare Filoni Favreau to Tony Gilroy because I think they're producing two different products. Of course, of they course. Are. One's so, a cartoon, like right. a live action cartoon. The <laughs> and I like, and oh, I enjoy right. both of them because they're yeah. well done. If I, if I would compare them, it's like Filoni and his properties are like if you were playing action figures with your friends. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Fun. The Andor is like if you were playing action figures with like. Your grandpa, who'd been in World War II, <laughs> he keeps slipping into flashbacks. Yeah. Like, this year, this is Johnny's from Shreveport, Alabama, or Louisiana. They're like, you know, they don't die like that, right? Grandpa, you why did you pull off by a crowd? <laughs> grandpa, <laughs> why did you pull off Shipwreck's arm? Because he's storming the beach at Normandy. Just because I get shot by one arrow doesn't mean they die right So away. it usually <laughs> takes two hours to die. There's substance that kicks in. There's a whole like, procedure. You there. ever seen a crowd boon? <laughs> got one in my closet <laughs> I'm gonna go get the box <laughs> yeah. he doesn't even know all their names this is uh, Brasso yeah and that's Bix <laughs> but you're right that's how it did feel it felt um, like I was watching this uh, old story unfold like yeah. just a I don't know how to explain it it's like you're listening to just people tell this tale about how this all started and from different perspectives when and you, it's not pretty yeah when you hear yes, legend like legendary stories uh, like like true ish like legendary stories you're not hearing about like people doing acrobatics and saying pithy lines you're hearing about the sacrifices and the giant epic things that they did that were small things that resulted in something epic like you're hearing those linchpin situations not those spectacles and yes was star wars originally at least in part greatly about spectacle sure it's i think after this many decades it's okay to start filling in some depth. yes 
Well, I mean, yeah. it's like we've said from the beginning in this era of Star Wars, once Disney acquired it, why not try different things? Let's try, a, a, you know, a drama. Let's mm-hmm. try, you know, some different things. Especially different if you're going to keep doing these prequels and in-between shows. Because it's like you've already, we've already seen the spectacle, we've already right. seen the pew pew right. and the blizz, yes. you know buzz buzz. We've already seen all that crap. Got all the fan service that we could ever want. So if you're gonna show me, if you're gonna try to do more in that, you've got to substantiate it. You can't yeah. just throw popcorn at my open mouth. You got to make me want to open my damn mouth, and that means going deeper, not just doing the same thing again. I always there's a I always say this too, and I. I no offense to the character, of course, because I do like the character too, but I always feel like Disney could say, all right, they could fill a jar full of piss and try to sell it to you and say, this is a soak of blast. And then they, <laughs> people be like, give it to me. Pour it on my mouth, pour it in my face. This is amazing. It's and salty like, and delicious. It's great. Oh, just keep selling it. Just keep filling up these jars of piss and keep selling a soak of blast because fans will just keep eating it up. They don't give a shit. They don't yeah. care. And, and I, I'm like, God. at one point I was like, wait, is, this is just a jar. <laughs> they do. I don't, yeah. you know, and no offense because I do like, I do like a soak of no, the I, I character yeah. evolved but so much. I know. But, but, <laughs> but it's the other characters that go with it. But I get the point. I get the point, man. Yeah. The point is valid. Yeah, exactly. And then and, and, and like Mike was saying, since Disney acquired Star Wars, we said, we said, is there a possibility that they'll start telling some other stories where they're not just trying to fill a jar of piss. Trying, yeah. And I don't and I get, mean that. No, no I, uh, that's, that's going to get used I mean, forever but now. Trying their hand at other genres, you know, maybe you have more kid friendly, you know, properties. Maybe you have more, yeah. you know, Which adult is great friendly too. properties, you know, I mean, well, I wouldn't, try I wouldn't call resistance great. No, it's not. <laughs> that was awful. Well, and they don't have to make every show cater to everybody yes exactly exactly like this this drama of andor isn't going to necessarily hit well with everybody but it will not hit with my kids my kids will have no interest will the will disney see value in that because disney's about maxing they're about maxing they're not about filling in like they're not about capturing they're about mass appeal disney in general look at everything they're doing nowadays it's all about mass now the fu- yeah well that's the funny thing is they're <laughs> they're doing it wrong yeah but that's yeah. what they think they're doing and so i don't know i'm i'm worried like i, I hope it, on abc it pans out on hulu on bfe plus whatever the hell they're sticking it on you know right. bet uh i hope it does well saw <laughs> greer is in it i hope it does well oh, love saw i monday just, night football don't know if they're going to ultimately see the value in unless it picks up are that's, they going to be willing to do this again or is this a one my, hit wonder where we're just going well, to cling to it I'm pretty sure they're my, in for season two they are they've said season two but well, this is my yeah. fear is if they do a season two it's going to be dialed way back that the budget's going to be slashed I think, my, I think a good filmmaker concern. can make it I agree. That's where I'm like. I agree, but this one sure was luxurious, oh, wasn't it? It was like yes. it was the right. luxurious in a good way. We might have a, to go to the Mad Max car at this one yeah. and just be like, "All right, just make it work." <laughs> we went from the Lexus. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't luxurious in a drunk mouse alien shoving coins into a ball drive way, but no, luxurious true. in a good. That's way. true. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. What is it? The term. Um, it's something when you're just so over the top. It's like you're uh, head and gluttonous. He, he, gluttonous, hedonistic. Yeah. It's like that. Oh, yeah. Just just yeah. throw it all on. Just throw everything in there. It's like, no, no, no. They, <laughs> every shot mattered in that show. Every right. every shot, every frame, every piece of dialogue. Yes. Nothing was wasted. And they didn't just 
The it symbolism, the costumes, the props. Well, I wonder how much money they saved just by being prepared. <laughs> <laughs> never actually having nev- a script written. Never, <laughs> never has that question been more valid anywhere other than yeah, Star Wars true. right now. Right. Like, I wonder how much it would have costed if they'd effed around and found out like they did with every other yep. series like Obi-Wan and I. Uh, uh, who was Boba uh, Fett catered to? Like, who, like we talked about me. Katie. This kid, yeah, me. I was gonna say Howie's. Howie. People, all, people who say Boba Fett and Garrick and Garrick. Because it should have been geared yeah. to like our, like like an older, like our age, like right? me and Garrick. Yeah, Garrick and I. Yeah, I, I think there was. A, I think there were a lot of missteps in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, no, the number one, number one the, being the that Boba Fett wasn't Boba Fett. Right, he wasn't to the point to the point where Tamara Morrison said. Yeah, next season they need to make me into Boba Fett. Yeah, uh, like he said that he's on record. He was that. a badass for the last scene of the show, like you know, riding around on a rancor. Apparently, that's the only badass we can have. Boba Fett, who'd never needed a rancor to be a badass before, yeah. Yeah. like right. it was, and he was so dumb too. It was, dumb. It was so dumb. dumb. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, I know you guys he had, have, to, have, oh, sorry, he had to have Finnick explain everything to. Yeah, him, he was, even though he'd been in living in Jabba's palace for like decades. Yeah, and you guys have already like, talked what, about this, I'm this sure, going? but. The one thing about that, I got to go to that Boba Fett end scene when, um, so the Mandalorian and, and I know Grogu, I wanted to see their meet together, like in their own show and the way they did it in Boba Fett, like, Hey, you're here too. This is amazing. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you guys ruined this sweet moment. Yeah. It was, it was that could have had. Yeah. It was, it was, that was very weird. weird. Yeah. If, they didn't it, even it need to have off. Grogu in that show. They did not. If you I wanted think, to show Mando and you wanted to show, I think that would have been smarter show Mando without Grogu so that yeah. we actually feel yeah. the loss of there Grogu. Was, there and was, then you can have a unification two seasons, two episodes right. into the next season yes. where you were like, we're hungry for it. We want it. Right. Yeah. And we miss Grogu. I feel like they wanted to get them back together almost like they were trying to undo what they had done. I think that's Disney putting their fingers in. It could be because Grogu sells a lot of merchandise. I don't believe Filoni or uh, a a lot of merchandise. It's probably the only merchandise. I saw a plushie with Mario's hat on Grogu. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe Filoni was super thrilled about when he talked about it. I mean, he's not exactly a man of many emotions. Well, he's got like Filoni like talking like this and he's got like Filoni talking like this and that's about all that's it all right but he seemed really I don't know what the word is right apoplectic I don't think I use that correctly what? at all no, um, maybe fairly I don't know but like when he talked about Boba Fett book of Boba Fett and, and calling it Mando 2.5 2. 2. like yeah. when he said that he it it felt like he was suppressing an eye roll yeah he wasn't the controlling uh story over no the, the, well the showrunner on that one was uh was a horror guy what's his name oh, robert rodriguez yeah robert rodriguez yeah mm-hmm. I and didn't it, realize he was big in the star wars universe either it's like they just brought him in i don't know I don't like that, I, yeah. that one episode he directed of mando 2 i thought was pretty good yeah. You know, for being an on location episode and all that stuff. And like, it was like, he got the cheap episodes. Like, all right, man, you got to, we get, we can't spend budget on this episode. And Deborah and, Chow had Obi-Wan. That's a and very we good loved, point. We loved, we Deborah loved Chow her too. episodes. Yeah. I think some people are not meant to be showrunners. But, I, that's, but a good, when, that's a great statement, actually. When Obi-Wan has been rewritten like 300 times, oh my God. It's bound to suck. So. Yeah. 
I think Ewan McGregor came out and announced that they were going to do it at uh, at a uh, celebration before his balls had dropped. That's how long ago. God, that show took forever. It did. Yeah. When was that? When did they announce that? Was that between Eps eight and nine? Uh, between sounds- Last Jedi and uh, and I- Rise of Skywalker. Can't remember. It, it was then. when they were announcing like everything. Yeah. Like yeah, because that would have been right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, when they when they, they announced Johnson's back, new trilogy and they had a backpedal on like ninety percent of everything. Yeah. Like oh my gosh. They <laughs> they're like, all right, we're deep. deep you know, uh, we're gonna have the the Game of Thrones guys and Ryan Johnson. Oh, okay. uh, uh, Ryan Johnson. Geez. Taika Waititi was thrown in there. Yeah. They're like, everybody gets a movie. Yeah. You now, get a Star no Wars. One gets a movie. You get a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. no, no one does. We're taking it all back. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Get out of Star Wars lawn. And nobody cares now to the to the extent that they announced the new Star Wars movie finally, and nobody everybody's like, yeah. nobody believes them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they right. are they are the company that cries Star Wars. There was, there was Wars. a collective. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe it when I'm sitting in the seat yep, watching. Yep. yep, I agree, hundred percent. And even then, what if they made I mean, a movie? Who what, my what own movie seat at home? Who's gonna go see it? Well, what is it gonna be like? Who's they haven't announced any of that? Nope, none well, of well, it. Who would you want to see? Do you want to see? The same. I don't know what I want to see. I want to see all new people. I don't want to see any. I am over. I I was like this. I was against I'm seeing less... the tr- the legacy characters in the 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 sequels. I didn't want to see Leia. I didn't want to see Luke, and I didn't want to see Han. I didn't. I was like, <coughs> I wanted I, to see him, but we didn't need. I, to, I, we didn't need to see him the way in we that saw way. them. Yeah. Well, especially in that way. I was gonna say I would have disagreed with you. But now it's like, well, I mean, anything different might have been better. I've always maintained almost from the beginning of Force Awakens that those like Han, Leia, and Luke needed to be used the way that, um, oh, um, Spock was used, Leonard Nimoy was used in, in the reboots, in the reboots, yeah, where like he Kelvin was like, timeline. oh man, we need some sage wisdom from the old guy, let's yeah. get him on the comm, you know, yeah. it, that's how they should have used the, the legacy characters here, and just leave them alone, they're doing their own thing or whatever. Yeah, just you know? have them not be part of the main story, but just yes. dip in and dip Correct. out, kind of like Lando, I mean, Lando is part of it, yes, but it wasn't heavy. Right, yeah. Yeah, it was like that's, the perfect amount. That's, yep, mm-hmm. right. Because I want to see new, I like to I see think, new things. I think now, especially after Andor. Because I was a big proponent of, I want to see not prequel stuff. I want to see new into the future mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But after Andor came out, I'm like, well, that's just a freaking good story. Well, and I don't want to so, see sequel stuff so anymore. I, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the major problem I well, have now. That's why I don't I don't care about where it takes place. I care about who's doing it. Yep. 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 That's they totally anymore, prove that you can do sequel yeah, or prequel anymore, era stuff, right? I just want to. Who's doing it? Okay, they're doing it. Then I want to. I want to probably enjoy that. I uh, up until like I've been. I really liked Rebels. You guys know that Rebel. I'm looking for it. I don't think it's on the, this soundboard. We right can do. Now. We can do it for you. Rebel. Rebel. Rebels. Um, I really, really liked Rebels. Um, so I've been really looking forward to the Ahsoka series, kind of opening up. Basically, potentially being a Grand Admiral Thrawn to live action. I would like to see that. That'd be awesome. That's um, a new character. What happened to Ezra and stuff like that? But after seeing Andor, I'm like, bars high, I my friend. I don't know what I want. I'm scared because this was so good. Don't I'm, expect I'm, that, man. I'm, I, I almost, I almost miss my apathy that I had before Andor came out. I was getting to the point where I'm like. And I still, I do want to pair off, but like, I'm like ready to sell off 90% of my Star Wars stuff. Like, I'm like, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't spark joy like it used to. And now I'm like, 
oh no, I like it a lot again. And I don't know what to do because I've been hurt so much. Yes. So I am like primed to have my heart broken so hard. Now, I don't think Ahsoka is going to be a bad show. I hope it's it, at least Mando style, like fun. And yeah. If they keep and to Mando cool Rebels in that vein, which is what I expect. Then yeah. I mean, fine. that's who's running it. Right. But it's like, oh, gosh, this was just so stinking good. If, if they give if they give Ahsoka the same treatment they gave Obi-Wan and Boba Fett. I mean, you, it's I know, at that point, yeah, it's it's ruined. It's ruined completely. And then you just took another character yeah. and you Agreed. destroyed another character. Yeah, because that's really, I think, their only hope going forward. I mean, I know we're talking about wow. Andor and our hopes for the future there, but the real the real storyline right now that that's left among everything that's out there is the Ahsoka arc and, and, you know, and what happened at the end of rebels and moving into because that. Because the, the sequels only, are ruined. Yeah. Yes, the only right. overarching arc is the rebels. Arc. I would have said you could have had the sequel had they, you know, sequel era, you know, had it been done well, but it wasn't. So no, the only real thing so you have hard. left that's the is Ahsoka. Thing, and you're yeah. right. If they ruin it, we're done. We're, we're done, done with, we're done with it. Just going to be more empire era stuff forever. Empire, or they'll they'll dip back into sequel era, and nobody's going to care. No one's going to care at all. I don't. I I think it's obvious they're terrified to do that. I think they will sooner go to actual like Knights the, of the Old Republic era, like or like the hyperspace war, or other stuff dude, that they're going to pretend. There's room. The, the the movie that we're talking about that was announced. The yeah. rumors are that it's going to be sequel era, and that is we're bringing back Ray and Finn and blah blah blah. I mean, and those actors, even, those actors have already said that they'd be interested. So. I have my suspicions that that's where they're going. You can't, I even if you do right by those characters, you can't undo what. Like, uh, I like, know. Like, I agree. I'm all about taking that's something that was done poorly and re and legitimizing it with something new and continuous. They were done so poorly that, like, it's like, why? They why even? Dirty. They were done dirty. Yeah, they were done dirty, real dirty. But like, why fix it? Why try to? Why to put lipstick on a pig? Why polish a turd? <laughs> I like, I don't think you can touch sequel era for a long time. Ugh. A long time. <laughs> you know, there are kids that look because I was a fan of these characters in the very beginning. I was like, oh, I love Ray. I love Finn. I love. I, I want it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was ready to be I on board. Believe. I'm like. Oh, I want to awesome. believe Poe was the only one that was kind of like, okay, he's a little over the top. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't want to see any of the legacy characters. I I'll, I just didn't want them ruined because I knew they'd be ruined. Yes. And you were yeah. right. Uh, and that was why. <laughs> that and was correct. Just, and Luke was ruined. I feel like Han and Luke was ruined. Chewie kind of was at least kind of more in it. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. But he's always been a good side character. He's yeah, a sure. side character. And, and I was looking at your uh, BB-8 over there and I thought, yeah. I even like BB-8. Like I just loved, I, he was emotional and I just thought, man, there were some good aspects and they were just ruined yeah, and right. Andor didn't ruin anything for me. Nope. It just made it more. I'm it like enhanced it. It made Mon Mothma cooler. Yes. I was saying this a couple episodes ago when, when Mike and I saw Mon, Moth, saw Mon Mothma, the original actress, <laughs> yeah. at uh, Celebration, whatever. Was it four? Three, I think. Three? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they showed us the opening battle for episode three. Um, like, we were actually getting emotional just standing 30 feet away from her. And she'd like, you know, her hair was like gray and she'd blonded it a little bit. Like she didn't even look like her, but just standing in this woman's presence, we were getting emotional. And this show made Mon Mothma even cooler with an actress who's even more amazing. And I'm just like, how, 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 how did that happen with something that was so small yet so sacred for us? Yep. 
And I'm just like, yep, you done it right. Do more. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah, that's a legacy. That, well, Fire away. She's kind of a legacy yeah, character. I have a total crush on Mon Mothabum, by the way. Me too. Um, without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, every scene she was in, I just just keep I, playing. Just it keep is going. unhealthy. I have an unhealthy crush <laughs> on her. I am so smitten. Like, I'm sitting there going, oh, man, Galadriel, move over. Move uh, over. Uh, uh, yeah. What's her name? I, I can't remember her name. Danny? What? Blanchett? Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah, like move Blanchett. over Kate Blanchett, oh, who I've always had like such a gigantic admiration for, which only it makes my crush a thousand times worse. Now it's like, oh man, I got another, I got another big nose British lady who's tall and 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 slender, and I'm I'm gonna die because Regal, Woo! Regal, yeah, Regal. Like she walks in the room and she steals. Number one, there's a million scene stealers. Anybody yes. who speaks in this show is like a scene stealer. It's yeah, like, pretty much. Go, go, go. But she Hell, just, I love her husband and I love her daughter. Yeah. I mean, they, they did. They're, they're exactly they, they were, what yeah. they, yeah, they're, they're, they're the unsung. daughter barely talked in that, but just the way she held herself and yeah. just. Those actors are going to go unsung because those characters weren't so, you weren't supposed to be able to identify with them that yeah, well, right. but they do deserve so much credit because they, they played them so well. We did. Oh man! But yes, yeah, the husband you wanted to hate, you just wanted to punch him in the face. But you almost and didn't know anything end, about him, right? You just yeah. still wanted to punch him. Cause but then at the end, you're like, ah, oh, you you got a raw deal oh, too. Yeah, you're about to get hit, <laughs> yeah, because you find out they they got they got forced to be married, right? Is yeah, yeah. And so you realize that he wasn't married. They, they weren't. He wasn't happy either. He was just kind of yeah. like, I'm not happy either. Like, yeah, but he, but him and his daughter get along better than they get along with yeah. with mom because mom's off trying to save the galaxy in secret. But they don't necessarily know that at all. And so they just think that mom's a dick. Yeah. And right. so they have a special relationship with each other, which from Mon Mothma's point of view, you're like, oh, she's on the outs with them. They suck. But you're like, you know what? She really sucks in their eyes. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She's never home. She's not around. Because she's, she's, you know, busy saving the, saving galaxy, the galaxy and can't tell you about it. Talking about sacrifices. Sacra. Brackenfice. Why didn't they call this series Sacrifice? I mean, mm. come on. Sacrifice of Rebellion. <laughs> There's got to be something of rebellion. The rebellion sacrifice. Rebellion, colon, sacrifice. Colon, a Star Wars story. Rebel sacrifice. Rebellion resurrection. (laughs) (laughs) Resistance to the rebellion You stir shit up. (laughs) Misa start a rebellion. Oh, man. Uh, oh yeah, Jar Jar. Uh, we need more Gungans. <laughs> yeah, we need more Gungans. We need more sure. Gungans. We need Boss Nass. I see him sitting over there talking about <laughs> anybody making cartoon sound effects. And um, there's any way to redeem Gungans, it'll be an Andor. I'm gonna need a lead. <laughs> I'm gonna need a lead character every time they complete a sentence, they fall on their ass like Resistance yeah. did. Oh, they, oh so dude, they watch that. I guarantee you, I if you can get through episode. two episodes. I couldn't give through one. Oh man! If you guys can't do it, there's no way. I'm Dude, already angry. I'm already angry. It doesn't. It, it it's one of those Disney manufactured properties that you're like, how? Who was this for? Yeah, it wasn't even as good as. I mean, Lego Star Wars infinitely better. Oh yeah, I love Lego Star. Wars. I know it's pretty great. Right. <laughs> but like, right. yeah, Resistance was like a show where it's like. It's sequel era. The characters are unlikable and it's just written poorly. Like, it's just horrible. It's horrible. It's like, who spent money on this dog vomit? It's terrible. When, when I, so you guys obviously are, know the cartoons more, but with Rebels, for me, it was, it felt for a younger audience, but I could enjoy it. Like, yes. I was still like, right. yep. you know, this is cartoony, fun, goofy, but still there was some deep meaning to it. So mm-hmm. there was, a level of like maturity that I could get into at yes. the same time. Resistance so it was for- made Scooby Doo look deep. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's not a lie. No, yeah, it sounds like I'm going for a laugh when I say that. I'm not. There was more thought put into a Scooby-Doo episode than recycled of- recycled cell animations and all. Wow. The resistance episodes were way way shallower than Scooby-Doo. That's amazing. Like Space Ghost. Yeah, uh, not coast to coast. coast. The original Space <laughs> yeah. Ghost cartoon was uh, was way more depth than than the resistance. Made George Jetson look like Luthen, you know, yeah. running the show yeah. with. Oh, uh, that'd be. I want to see that now. I mean, like George Jetson leading a resistance. <laughs> yeah. It's the sprocket industry. Snively, snively Whiplash made a better villain than anyone on Resistance. Uh, What's her uh, villain on Resistance? I don't even know. Oh, it was the it was red, a gold storm was, trooper. Oh, the gold storm <laughs> yeah, trooper. It wasn't even not, a red one. She wasn't the gold phasma. Yeah, gold, gold phasma. phasma. That's right. Oh it was a, just phasma gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they couldn't even come up with a new character. Oh, yeah, God. So bad. Yeah. Which they should have used phasma because she was barely used in the movie. Hong Kong Fooey had more depth. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a red storm trooper. Then Resistance. Oh, Grape Ape. Oh, Grape Ape was next. Captain Caveman. You can't forget Jabber Jaws and Speed Buggy all had more depth than Resistance. <laughs> now you're just doing wacky races. <laughs> uh, they all had their own series. What Devlin, yep. Devlin the Daredevil? Actually, that show did have a little more depth. You know, Squidly like, Diddly, <laughs> <laughs> Dudley Do Right, Dudley Do Right. <laughs> Rocky can't... and Bullwinkle more, has more tension. I can more tension. <laughs> There's more yeah. tension between Rocky and Bullwinkle. Horace is a been in every amazing villain. Yeah, dude. Horace and Natasha? Come on, they're iconic. Yeah, dude. Iconic villains. Up there with Darth Vader, right? <laughs> I can't believe I managed to remember Jabberjaws and Speed either. Buggy in a That's sentence. <laughs> like, without having to stop and think. <laughs> Probably because I used to ride on the carousel with those characters at King's Island way back in the 80s. They had all that oh, Hanna-Barbera Hanna stuff. Yeah. yeah. I hated all that. I I watched them all. I just hate them all. I don't I, know why. Yeah. It was like, yeah, didn't do it for me, but it was I watched all this, every single As long one as they could play a 60s pop song while they're all just yep. running in a straight line. <laughs> Count me in. Classic. Count me in. Well, ladies and germs, I think that's a good cap. When talking about Hanna-Barbera to Andor, <laughs> uh, I think no one on this podcast would tell you that Andor wasn't absolutely the pinnacle of Disney Star Wars. Is there anything better than Andor in Disney Star Wars? Oh, we gotta we gotta do a ranking of. Oh Lord, do we? Put, well, I guess that's kind of where we're. I want to kind of want to do exactly. a roundaboutly. Yeah, a ranking of what? Where Andor falls in uh, Star Wars properties, like series and no, nope, all of them properties. Ooh. Oh man, <laughs> we've always always right. We've always done it. Yeah. Well, that that includes like video games and books and yeah, I can't comics. Do that. All right, you, films, you, and right. films and TV series, films and TV series. Has dispensers second place, second place OT. No, you can't. Yeah, it's where no, can't be all the OT unless it's all the OT. It's fourth place. Don't make him say a new hope Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then it's Empire. Hey, Toby, 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 I'm gonna make you say new hope Empire. Like, you gotta say it. Like, where two, two, one, Rogue One, four, Andor. Does that make sense? I'm not sure I know what the hell you just said, Empire. Okay, yeah. New Hope. New that's Hope. Five. I, that's Rogue what I thought. One. I wasn't yep. sure. Andor. Okay. And then, well, Return of the Jedi's in there. Um, it, it Bounce, bouncing around. Yeah, it's kind day. of bouncing around between, like, because uh, sometimes I like, I, 
I need the, the end of the trilogy, and I do like a lot of those aspects between. Yeah, well. So, but I also like I'm, Rogue One because it takes me back to the original. I'm the guy know. that people hate around here because Return is. Oh, and Last, Last Jedi, number two. <laughs> you forgot i was You're gonna right. say last jedi was a number two. Oh, i'm gonna i want to say it's it might be a little early to say this i may adjust this later that's fine for inflation but um return is my favorite empire and then i might put i'm thinking about putting andor at like number three howie i'm gonna make you feel better Andor may be my number two. Poop. It's hard to get. That's bullshit. It, those original Empire series. Empire than Andor. Those original series is, you know, the the OT is just. It's hard to because that's what that's how you got to love Star Wars. Totally true. I mean, yeah, that's, you can't. I mean, for me, it might be Empire, Andor, and then Return of the Jedi because the fact of the matter is, I like the serious side of Star Wars, even as a child. Mm-hmm. I liked the serious. Now, oh, space bears aren't serious. Yeah, but the the stakes are high in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, there's way more than space bears. Yeah, like the whole all the scenes with Vader and Luke. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, Yeah, the father son stuff. Yeah, like uh, it's the the big serious stuff has always. Yeah, lightsabers are cool. The force is cool. Blasters are cool. Storm, you know, walkers are cool. But the serious stuff is what has captured me even from when I was a young kid. Yeah, though that's my. I think that's my order. It. Uh, Return of the Jedi and Andor are really duking it out for number two. A New Hope mm. is serious, though. A New Hope is serious. There's not really that. No, but it's the, it is it is a it's little. Just, it's light and fluffy because it, it is. The yeah, first it's a little cornball. Yeah, yeah. Garrick. Oh, this is gonna be controversial, guys. Oh, oh, oh. He's gonna put a number one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a, I'll have to watch it again before I. You know, number one's big. You know, but right now it's New Hope. Is yep. love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'd say uh, Rogue One, and then oh, wow. I didn't Empire, wow. then Andor, and then Garrick hates Empire. You heard it. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't like argue. It, with, I, with I, I, I can't I, argue with anybody's really. Like, no, no, no. Empire they, is. Uh, yeah, I'd say Empire is probably by far the superior superior crafted movie. But I just like A New Hope because I can watch it over and over again. It's like candy. Yeah, it's the first one I saw, so it has a lot of special meaning. Yeah, Empire was the mean. first video cassette we owned, so same. Yep. Mm-hmm. Empire was the one. But I, I like. I'll first. say I like Rogue One better than Empire because I can, same thing. I can watch Rogue One over and over and over again. Mm, it's a, Empire a is is oppressive. L- oppressive. Yeah, it's dark, sad, dark, dark, good. dark, 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 join good. Dark, dark, join the dark side. Yeah, dude, we have cookies. But <laughs> it, like the 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 separation between all of them is just like. Minuscule. Not even yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or so, yeah, micro, micro, like, like micro millimeters yeah. between yeah. them all. They can, I love them all so much. That's why I'm here, excited. On the opposite and, end, all my sp- babies. Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum, like Last Jedi is like I, I don't know, three thousand eight hundred twenty-four. Even <laughs> even though there's nothing in between. People yeah, people hate on Rise of Skywalker so hard, but I just still look at Rise of Skywalker was like the. The, how do we get out of this mess? Well, it's, it's, I don't. The, it's not yeah. as bad as Last it's Jedi, like, even though it is bad. It's real take, bad. You take an Excel yeah. spreadsheet and then you put your list there, and then you go all the way to the bottom <laughs> as far as you let. And you go. have to insert a couple thousand yeah. cells so it will let you scroll far enough. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think it maxes out 65. at like half a million rows, yeah. right? Or something. Yeah, there. whatever it maxes out at, that's where that goes. Yeah, Mike, you resisted partaking. Yeah, in this. I, it's kind of dumb putting movies next to TV shows, but 
Um, I, I, hey, I Mike, would say you're kind of dumb, but go ahead. That's fine. Got him. <laughs> Who's not dumb is Toby because oh. his mind was the exact same as his. Oh. Which I already forgot. What was it? One, two, seven, three, nine. <laughs> One, two, seven, three, nine. <laughs> Hike. Omaha. Rio, Omaha. You started off with two. Yeah, two always. Empire. Yeah, two always. Yeah. So Empire, I, the original trilogy stuff, and then Rogue One, and then probably Andor. So. You guys like Rogue One more than Andor? Yes. I That's, feel like I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like it's neat. It's like to me, you it's need like, it. You need yeah. Rogue One. Or Andor, yeah, kind like of. It's part Do of the you? same story. I don't think That's you actually, need to. As I said it, I don't know if I was I don't think you need uh, Rogue One no. for Andor. You don't need, no. I think, I think that don't. you don't need either of them, honestly, but together they just form this. Yeah, they, exactly. Right. I agree. They, yeah. They that's, why, nice. that's why it's a Rogue hard, One would be, like, uh, you know, I said Rogue One's Andor, not far. Rogue One, or Andor, then Rogue One for me. That's how But see, this to me, this is Tony Gilroy crafting from the start, not cleaning up someone, Gareth Edwards' mess, and I feel that. I feel oh, it. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. So Can Rogue One, I like, if, but it's not as high. Oh, Rogue One. If Tony, yeah. If Gilroy would have had Rogue One from the start, it would have been. It probably would have been number one. It probably would have had shots from the trailer to actually make the movie. <laughs> yeah. Tie fader on the scaffold. There, there's no way t- Gilroy would have had like CGI Tarkin and Leia in it. Yeah, it's like, good. Doctor Evazan and Ponda Baba just showing yeah, up for no that reason. Stuff, that's oh stuff. god, like that, that, that seems yeah. beyond his stuff. Right. Like, he probably had to keep it in because it was already there or whatever. So, the Rogue One argument is, I liked Rogue One because it reminded me of the original trilogy. So, it's it's kind of like, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was the closest right. we got. So yeah, that's very and, true. And it, that it could be the, right all the way to having floor. cut footage from the original trilogy yeah. in it. Oh, God, yeah. So well and done. It enhanced, it was it enhanced well done. the episode four, too. You kidding me? That right space up? battle? Uh, over freaking scary. I'll just man. never forget them that crashing might be the into the best that. space battle there is. I remember the them Wars. crashing it, them into the planetary shield. And if shield, it does, anyway. if it isn't, it it rivals Return of the Jedi very closely. No, because it's it's not just space battles, space land and air. Yeah, battle. well, like so is so is one. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but right. at the same time, Return of the Jedi, mm. it was like on scale. Air battle. Yeah, they got like gliders. They but but like in Return of the, <laughs> that was still a glider <laughs> with like rocks and stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, but in Return of the Jedi, like you, they're like, look at all the Tie Fighters and interceptors we can throw at the screen, and they split off in in symmetry and whatever. And it was really cool, and I still love that. I was gonna say, but for me, in, that's in Rogue One, in Rogue it One, purpose- it's like, right. look at how sexy this is in the most unsexy way possible. Like yeah. it's just brutal. Oh, I love it so it, much. Yeah, but you're right. The, the cut in of the old unused footage from A New Hope, just mm-hmm. oh my god. I I, I that- just that was amazing. <laughs> That X-wing bouncing off the shield. Yeah, that, oh, yeah that's exactly what I was talking about. Are you kidding me? The X-wing ago. coming out of hyperspace, yeah. right up on oh, the yeah. I mean, dear but you, floor, and you're like in the middle of the bay. You're like, what oh, the amazing. fuck is happening? <laughs> that was oh the closest God. I felt to being a kid. Like that was the closest yeah. Yeah. ever. Oh yeah, out of anything. That was the the member berries from the pit of your stomach yeah. was the oh, uh, and, and it, the pinnacle of the you know the we talked Vader. about the Vader. <laughs> yeah, that was the other one that hit. Yeah, that was that wasn't the member berries. That was the oh hell, this was my nightmare berries. <laughs> like this is what I was afraid of when I was a child, but then I'd watch the movie and be like, "Oh right, that didn't happen." Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then it did when I was an adult, but I peed myself like a child. Yeah, symmetry. Like, okay. it's, it's poetic. It's poetic. It's like yeah. you know, just like, yeah. just it like rhymes. George says. Yeah, it rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> me, me pissing myself in the theater as an as a grown man. It rhymes. 
I always picture that scene from Ratatouille when the guy eats like the thing and he go, his childhood all comes coming back. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how I felt. I was just like, yeah, yeah. like I wanted to look over at my dad and my mom and be like, yeah. it was just my buddies. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, I just went back in time. Why are you looking at me like that? Quit squeezing my hand. Stop, stop. Uh, yeah. That's that's my diet coke. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that scene coming out of hyperspace that literally yeah. that hit me where you're level. on the back of the x-wing you yeah. see you see the astromech and yeah. you're like oh man hit me i'm like level. in the freaking battle dude it was like amazing. no oh, way that, that's vader star destroyer comes out of hyperspace yes. and they just like bounce <laughs> off of it. oh my gosh oh. <laughs> like it just kaboom bounce out of nowhere yeah. and they just bounce it off the hole gosh like oh. badass yes the original trilogy andor and um rogue one they link together so perfectly. Yes. There is no, it's like Lego bricks that just fit. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. They're and, in a class yeah. alone, even though they're very different amongst yes. one another, they uh, have a unity. And I can't say that about any, I can't say that about the prequels. I can't say that. No. about Maybe the rebels. Yeah. No rebels is rebels could fit actually in this. And rebels actually, I would say rebels is a glue between the prequels and go. this that like, it's not one yeah. or the other, but it makes it so that both can coexist in the same story. But I feel like rebels could fit in, in the, I'm going to, what, what should we call this? The BBY universe, I guess. Like, uh, you know, I, well, I mean, rebellion era. Rebellion era. So rebels fits right in this. Like as the cartoon version of this. Well, yeah, it's Rebels fun. is literally the same thing. It's 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 more of what we're seeing in Andor in a different place. It's it's right. people who are operating because there's someone else who's feeding them what they need to do, but they don't know necessarily why they're doing it. They don't necessarily know all the details because their Luthen is Fulcrum, and Fulcrum uh, is more than one person. There are different people. Or who did are Fulcrum, Fulcrum come after after? I don't know. Maybe Luthen's the first Fulcrum. Maybe he anoints. Uh, no, no, he dies, and then Fulcrum. Well, yeah, but like, I, where uh, are we in com- contrast to Rebels? Here, it's uh, at this point, it's Rebels ten years is, after, yeah. so it's it would have been um, it would have been. Dang it, what are the two main characters? Rebels takes place like within a year of. Battle I thought Endor, it was within right? like a couple three years. or four, but who Battle main, of Endor? Why can't Kanan and? Uh, Kanan and, and Hera. This would have been Kanan and Hera just meeting would be happening okay. at this time. Okay. So if I don't see how old or tall Luke is, I don't know where I am. <laughs> and where's Obi-Wan at this Luke's time? Luke's 10 like here, right? This, is 10, right? this yeah. is 10 years after um, Sith, right? Revenge of the Sith? Yes. The thing is, uh, like every time we see Luke, he's about 10 years old. I'm and not thinking Obi-Wan thinking and about Rebels. Luke here. No, it's, it's all about Luke scale. It's on the Luke scale. Where are we? Didn't Luthen say this is 10 years after he's been doing this for 10 years or yeah, something? Yeah, something like 10, yeah. 10 or 15. So I can't you would remember. imagine. Okay, well, 15 would still fit. Oh, he's a 15 years. It was if, 15. Okay, was 15. so if it's 15. I had then, to change 15 to 10 because we've been doing the podcast for 10 years. Okay, in the so if it's 15, <laughs> then, then the Rebels crew has. They're doing they're their thing. Meeting, they're meeting Ezra or about to meet Ezra. Yeah, they're they're literally oh. right in it at the same right. time. If so, it's 15 years after, it's so, right there. So what we know is that Fulcrum, there is a Fulcrum, but we don't know who it is. Fulcrum later, Agent Callus becomes Fulcrum, and Ahsoka becomes Fulcrum. But at this point, who's Fulcrum? It could be that they're at, it, Luthen's actually directing That the would Rebels. be cool From if Axis they did the Fulcrum, crew. I guess, because they call him Axis in the show. So now yeah, and I actually loved that. Axis when is, they called him Axis, because I was like, that is such a great... Because the Empire picked up Axis. Yeah. They named him Axis, but it means almost the same, same thing, thing as Fulcrum. So it could be that Luthen is OG Fulcrum. Ooh, I wonder I wonder if they're, cool. they're operating separately, because cool, be cool. there's... 
all those rebellion cells. Like maybe Bale has his own rebellion cell and Mon Mothma has her own thing going on. And they don't, maybe they don't. I mean, they should know each other, right? That they're doing Bale this. and Mon Mothma would know each other. Yeah, I was those, actually expecting, yeah. I was expecting I was, Jimmy Smith to show up too. this whole time. I was but really but they know they're each like that deep into the fomenting rebellion or whatever. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like the rebellion is happening happening naturally in independent places. You got Saw, you got Luthen, you got Anton Guy the Krieger. Krieger. Well, he did. Yeah. Oh, got him. That's what I'm told that he's a thing that existed. I love the fact that we didn't see it. I know. I was like, I had to look him up. I was like, is he in the cartoons? I was like, who yeah. is this? Anton he was Krieger? a he was a sacrificial lamb, is yep. what he was. But um, you have all these different cells and things. But at this is around the time where there's a thread that starts pulling it all together. And you see Luthen trying to do that with Krieger and Saw before they find out that Krieger's screwed. Yeah. And so that's what lends me to think that maybe Luthen and Fulcrum, like, was Bale a Fulcrum in Rebels? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, he's, 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 like he's in the Senate. Around. Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah. So anyway, maybe maybe Callus was the first Fulcrum, or the first one named Fulcrum, but it could be that Luthen is actually... because the. The Star Wars Rebels crew, the Ghost crew, is getting orders at this point. Yeah, but we don't know from who because the series was it was it wasn't getting that deep at that point. Okay. But they are getting well, orders now. At the beginning of Rebels, though, they were still kind of a small independent cell. They weren't they were one hundred percent, but they were still get they were getting sent on missions by somebody. Right, oh. like Hera was getting. Right. Yeah, Hera was getting orders. Hera was the one getting the orders, right? But it was still small and in the Lothal's area, Lothal. Yeah. It right wasn't, it wasn't, system. it wasn't spread out. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I haven't used that one. Foul. That well, this, had? this thing says both that all. both Andor and Rebels start uh, five BBY. Okay. Huh? Yeah, I knew it was right in that spot. Okay. So everything's, man, I'm a, I need to watch like, I got to watch this stuff, like watch Rebels at the same time now, go back and watch Andor and try to keep them all. Like in the time, because it's I love I love the rebellion. I had a rebel sticker when I was a kid. Now I have an empire sticker on my computer, but I, I had rebel stickers, and I had one sitting like on the my what's like loft. That's what they call it, right? So I had this big Andor sticker when I, I was a kid, like on a it's like a bunk bed with like you know, yeah yeah it was just a big sticker that I always had, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And that was that you know, and I always wanted to get the tattoo of the rebel. Now I'd probably do the empire because I'm dark and evil and stuff. But, <laughs> but it's like as a kid, it was just like the rebellion. It was the rebels. It was yeah. Like, Oh, I loved it so much. And just seeing these this hodgepodge group take on this evil empire and Darth Vader and the Emperor, that's what made me love it. And that's what Andor is like showing me without doing the whole George Lucas, Obi-Wan, me, Anakin. It, yeah, it's not right. doing it. It's just saying these are people. These, mm -hmm. these are the stories that, right. that this season gave you a giant heist to take like a ton of money, like a big rebel heist. You yeah. know, it gave you a break a prison break from an oppressive situation. And it gave you a town on a backwater planet standing up for themselves, hand and fist in one season. You had three completely different flavors, all while Mon Mothma was just trying to dig up some cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the eye, probably that scene with the, although that was like one of the, Oh, you don't know this. I, I still haven't watched that in, in HD. I watched, I was at my camper and I had a really bad connection. I watched it really compressed and I was really annoyed at first. And then I told these guys, I'm like, when you watch this show again, <laughs> turn down the, turn up the compression rate, turn down your speed. 
because it's like watching OG Star Wars on VHS for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it felt so analog and amazing. And I was like, I am so good. So I can't wait to now watch it in HD and see all the beauty of like the eye and all that stuff. But I was like, the whole time I was watching, it, I'm like, I barely know what's going on. And this is awesome. Like in my member berries were going nuts. That low def sound of the TIE fighter shooting from inside that. Dee, 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 boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You hear the, it was that oh. low def old school and it was like rich like like the analog yeah man I, i'm i'm just like i mean like i said this could go on for the next three hours honestly like i could talk about the show forever which i won't yeah <laughs> i should probably just turn this off and just like let you guys sign out at this point <laughs> it, it makes me happy i came in happy tonight it's a gushable show man yeah it's a gushable show and the best we can hope for is another one like whether it's another Andor or another series that just executes this well. But I got to say, if you find a visionary, don't let it get away. Right. Don't let it get away. Like yeah. this guy understands from like a method. Tony Gilroy understands from a methodology, mm-hmm. from a tactical level, how to execute on something in a it, it it without having to make it his own. He's not trying to make it his own. He's trying to he. He's trying to tell a story in the best way. Yep. He's not about mm-hmm. trying to show you. He's not trying to flex on it. He's yeah. trying to execute on it. The ever ever. I mean, all, the three arcs are so simple. You got a heist, <laughs> a prison break, and a rescue. Yep. And that, but the way he it's executed is just phenomenal. Yep. One hundred percent. And he also let people around him build the Star Wars universe for him because he even said that he's not like. It's huge fan. He's not gushing over it like we are. Right. He's allowing the people around him to say, all right, paint it Star Wars. Paint it the colors. Yeah. Right. Wait, the art, what if you do this? But, what if I you mean, do that? It feels like that's why yeah. he can focus so much on story because he's not he's not worried about having to build in Star Wars lore. Around. He's not. Yeah. He's not worried about his stamp on Star right. Wars. Right. Yeah. Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to insult the greatest filmmaker of our time, but. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> What's the Knives Out sequel called? What's it? It's Glass Onion. Glass Onion. Clearly, this man knows how to uh, how to how to execute how to, how to how to really bring an audience around. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that film performs. It'll Glass be, it'll be good. Is it out yet? I'm sure it won't be bad. That's I mean, thing. I thought Knives Out was almost good, but Star Wars. He needs to. He doesn't. He doesn't respect it. Tony Gilroy. Is probably less of a fan than Ryan Johnson. Quote, no, of course, absolutely. Yeah. But, but he trusts, no doubt, and lets the people around him the art. But the he's art, a professional. He's a, yeah, I was just saying, he's an effing professional. That's the difference. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, he's he not sacrificing. Him. I don't see Tony on Gilroy Twitter. on freaking Twitter arguing a fan. Yeah, I mean, and on. calling him like racist, sexist, yeah. pigs, and all that stuff. And it's like, go home, you twit. Because the art direction in the show and the Easter Good eggs. Lord. I mean, how many Easter eggs are in the show? Like every single. Like scene. like Star Killer's armor, Harris and Dula's <laughs> family crest thing, and the the whatever that. And like you're saying, that's not him. That's his, the people that he allows. Yeah. I'm sure they go to him. They're and like say, running okay. up to him. Can we put this in the antique store? He's like, fine, I don't care. No, he even <laughs> he didn't even know it was in there. Right. Yeah, they were asking about. He was like, I honestly didn't even know that was in there. Like, yeah, the art department puts the, that stuff. See, in that's there for great. Me. Let the professionals let the, yeah, profesh. The art, yeah, the art department do their job. <laughs> let the professionals profesh. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm going to use that at work. <laughs> Next time I get in an argument with somebody high up, I'm like, you guys need to let the professionals profesh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> we are always profeshing, ready to do the profeshing. That needs to profess. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a great show. 
That's a great episode talking about it. Toby, you need to come back sooner rather than later. Oh, I love it. I love you. My guys. daughter, what did my daughter just tell you? Just pick something. No, Mike, it was somebody. <laughs> no, it was her. She's like, yeah, he's coming around more. Yeah, she just decided yep. that you're. He's a regular back. now. No, yep. she took one look at you and she's like, "Yep, he's in. He's trustworthy." <laughs> I'm like, "That's the first time anybody's ever said that." <laughs> <laughs> he's carrying a sack full of microphones. He's he's good. He's good. He's in. Anyway, thank you also, listeners, for joining us on a joyous Star Wars episode. And maybe it feels like it's been a while since we've done one of those, and hopefully there are more to come in the meantime won't you run out and uh give us a nice little review wherever you get the podcast give us a good rating so we can reach more listeners we're, we're looking for 11 for the 11th year we need an 11th listener and uh <laughs> go to betterkind.com and click on the discord link join us on our slow discord burn. it's called a slow burn yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no this is part of this is part of our 40-year plan <laughs> we're in phase one of the 40 year yeah <laughs> And uh, join us on Discord. We'd love to have you be part of the conversation there. In the meantime, we'll wrap this one up. I'm Corey. Over there's Toby. Bye-bye. Over there's Mike. Hey, I need to tell you guys, I finally watched the pilot of (laughs) Superman and Lois. That show's legit, dude. Dude, about time. (laughs) That's legit. That's seriously. I was not looking forward to it because Supergirl. I you no, know, so but we literally Garrick and I have <laughs> I know, told you this. You told me this. Garrick said first, and then I hey, said Garrick was right, and you seeing is believing. That was a that was a can't legit, believe us. Can't that believe was legit, it. dude. Wait, are you wait? I can't wait, believe wait. you didn't. You didn't. You didn't buy into my TV taste. You know wait, I mean? wait until Mike uh, stumbles across the office. Yeah, or I'm Band like, of oh, Brothers. Ooh, The Office. <laughs> you know what? I really surprised you guys. The Office. That's a funny show. Do people really? do people know about this Have show? You guys ever it heard of The legit. Office? I watched this old repeat last night. <laughs> Over there, I forget Abby. what channel. Sorry, um, sorry. I still haven't uh, watched uh, what you just said. I don't expect you Superman will. Superman and Lois. Yeah, probably. It's won't. legit, bro. Now that Mike says it's legit, that means I probably won't watch it. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for Aww. thanks for crapping out Superman Aww. and Lois for for Howie. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We are <laughs> over there's Garrick. Yay! Hey. Go Aww. watch Superman. Yeah. I guess <laughs> or, no, or don't. I don't care. But wow. definitely watch The Office. God, that's required viewing. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Jeez, wow. I'm never gonna. Hey, are watch they kidding? You've never watched The Office? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through. And we're jelly. Man. We're totally jelly on that. <laughs> I tried the first step. I know. The I know. first step. <laughs> wow. What a dink. No interest. It's amazing. I'll, I'll get there someday. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I got to get through Superman and Lois first. Oh, and Yellowstone. Yellowstone's on, guys. I don't even know what to say. I have no, I have no words. I have no words. No, season, the new season of Yellowstone. No, he's still he, reacting you not office. having watched The Office. The office. Like, yeah, Mike whatever. still doesn't understand the weight of what he said. I'm like, that's, that's the natural reaction. Yeah, that's the right reaction. Natural. I'm literally I don't even stunned. Know what to do. I, I have no words. I literally just. Now just, you know how we feel every week. <laughs> yep. Or every other week. Yep. I, I don't even know. I got nothing. This is what we deal with. <laughs>